The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBB-radio.com. Welcome back to the Next of Kin podcast. I'm uh, your host, Rich, joined by my son, Christian. How are we doing today? Good. So we're here in the uh, Emerge Studios. And uh, did you spend your $8 and get a check mark today? No. Why not? Because uh, it's fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. But you'll spend $8 on a coffee. Shut down. We're not doing this. You're not doing we're that? Not doing okay, this. so he's all fired up about the check marks. But we're not going to be talking about check marks today. We're going to be talking about, I'm, and I apologize listen, listen, for I'm you. Gonna, I'm going to fucking degenerate Twitter user. It's the only social media I like because it's a negative. And it's like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like, a lot of fun. It's, it's, yeah, like it's, it's just a weird. lot of fun seeing society it's just collapse. Nonsense. Yeah, it's just, it's just nonsense know? posts, arguments, and like negativity, which I kind of would like. All right? Yeah. I, right. Anybody's using Twitter for your business, just get off there. Don't just go to other yeah. formats. Go to other things like buy an ad in a newspaper. And like, it's, 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 the only, <laughs> it's like, better. It's better for you. It's the only place we can like, you can, <laughs> we, like you can kind of cyberbully like companies. You can buy cyberbully like people that deserve it. Like it's like like See, it's fun, especially the CEO. Of it's the a lot of fun, especially yeah. yeah. It's like an amusement park. He blew up you a fucking can... rocket the other day. Yeah, and wanted people to be like, we did a good job. No, we did a good job. I mean, he fucking destroyed the, he fucking obliterated the, the landing. Uh, what's like not the landing. The it once it, it was fine. The yeah, launch the launch pad, pad was like destroyed. He dug a hole in the ground, like with the yeah. with the <laughs> with the jet. All right, let's move on. So it's yeah, exciting times. So uh, we're going to be talking. So I apologize we if you're not a Star Trek up. fan. We're going to be talking a lot about Star Trek Picard today and Star Trek, the Star Trek universe in general. Uh, but we'll also close up with some Mando. Yeah, he's trying to start Starfleet, What? He's trying to start Starfleet. This is the guy we got trying to start this. It's, he's blowing it's up Space rockets. Force. What? Space Force. That doesn't exist. Isn't that the fifth part? Does, did, have they done anything with that? I don't know. Do, do they even have like an office? Yes. Do they? They do. Do they? Yes. Do we know that? Yeah, it's on. Have you seen them? It's on military. Have room. you heard from them? Yes. I was just talking right. to the chairman. I don't. I think they just Joint probably Chiefs put. They probably put like a sign on a building, and then they put nobody in there. They're like, I, yeah, I that's the space I, department. To be honest, like, it's not anything that I care about. So. It's like, <laughs> all right, let's move on. So, the space um, force. So, do you want to talk about Mando first? Just wrap it up. I and don't know. sure, why okay. not? So, I mean, we obviously got the last episode uh, of the season for Mando. Um, the last two episodes kind of probably were the best two, probably in general, I right? Know. I don't think any. I don't, is there any good episodes this season? Well, yeah, a lot of. Well, we're not super negative on. on uh, I'm not negative, no, but I'm you're also not, not that I'm not negative on the season. Either. It's it was fine, right? I mean, like, if you if you gave, them, I'm more frustrated with like because like all right, actually, I don't. Mm. I'll say what I let me say it first. No, I think there are bad episodes this season. I okay, think there are bad no, episodes. Okay. No, well, I don't think they're all bad. But no, I don't think they're all bad, but I think there are bad there's, episodes. There was there were bad episodes in this season significantly more. Like the only episode I didn't like last season I think was the spider one. I don't even I don't, see, like I don't even think that's like an a See, like, I, think I just that, I think that episode you know, like, even well being like the worst episode of last season, which I think it is, but not even because it's bad, just because it, I think it is the least going on. Yes. Like I think that episode still has like better pacing. Right. And and like 
like an overall like I don't know like coherentness. Yeah, we already than like most of the episodes this season. Yeah. Like there's this isn't a very coherent season by any stretch of the yeah, imagination. Yeah, we're not gonna re- we won't rehash that all that because re- if you want to hear what we had to say about that, you can go on the Seven One Six Attack Legion podcast, which is kind of a Star Wars pod, which not kind of like it's a Star Wars podcast that we do in Emerge. We just taped a couple episodes the other day of that, and we just released those. So if you want to hear uh, us really, I, I don't talk much on that show, but uh, you, you and the panelists discuss a lot of Mando and everything's wrong yeah. with it. We won't rehash that here because we already kind of did it. But, I mean, it's just like if it the first two that, seasons yeah. were an A, you know, and an A minus, this is like a B minus season. It's more that like, okay, like, I, I yeah, it's more it. like that between season one and season two, like it's like literally was like a year. Yes. Right, like it was literally I yeah, both so. fall. I think they were both fall, like one twenty nineteen. Then it was like twenty twenty. I don't even know. Either way, it's something like that. Like, and like, like it wasn't like there was a lot of. I know that Pedro Pascal, like I think, was probably delayed a little bit because of that. But also, like I don't think he was on set at all. No, I don't think he was very much. Like I don't think he was on set in the slightest. So I don't yeah, I don't know for sure where he was. Um but like it, just, it seemed like there was it seemed work. like they were like almost forced to not go anywhere. Like it was like there was like a, I don't know. Like there seemed to be a lot of things working against this. In in a lot of ways, like I don't this like the cinematography seems to be weaker. Like then this this season I think by like yeah, a significant I deal. Like there are some sequences where like just feel like like for instance, at the end of episode six, like when they're in the, which is when Bo-Katan's fighting like Axe, like yeah. like that's it's a nice fight, like the the effects are fine, yeah. but like the lighting in that scene is like like there's one there's one scene where Axe is just on the ground and the light the sunlight is just like shining into his face, and yeah. Like, yeah, it's natural. Is that the one like, that you said was filmed in a park? Yeah, it's filmed in like a like park. a fan like, film. It's in like L A. Like yeah. it's in like so it's they like, went out like and they went out in like High Park or someplace like and, and like just the got angles out. aren't very and even like. It, just, um, it, it didn't seem like... It and you're just looking yeah. at, like, Din Djarin's costume just, like, in normal, like, sun-baked light, like, without, like, any sort of, like, professional, like... There were some episodes... I mean, there were there were, there were were a lot of great moments was in always season, like that. But, but there, was just a, there was just a lot of average seasons, and I feel like some of it was rushed, yeah. and I, think and I, I just don't know. I think slightly weaker than yeah. usual, which, yep. was again, it wasn't... It's not... Like, obviously, the, the pre-existing themes were... Uh, Ludwig Gorgensen, but um, it was the guy who's been working with him a little bit. I don't think anything was bad necessarily, but uh, it just seemed it just like they, they much, it kind of seemed like they just kind of got through it, and and I don't know why. But I think the point is, my point is, like it's been two and a half years, like or it's been like a little over, it's been over two years of to, to produce like an episode season, and like this has less going on than like. Like the Mando, like the Take Back Mando plot had less, had less like Mandalore. Yeah, Take Back Mandalore plot had like less meat on its bones than like either of the first two seasons. That you know, and I not even can characters. I, can like, I mention that? Like, and again, I know less about that yeah. universe than 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 most people, and yeah. and I just felt like that seemed too easy. No, it was very easy. It like, seemed like it was way too easy. They didn't even like, deal with the intercept. We didn't see them deal with the ties like on screen even. Like, no, which is like okay, like all right, like that's. Great, I, I mean, guess. they. I, I did really enjoy seeing. I don't think any scenes that we I did see enjoy are bad. seeing air combat of with soldiers. Yeah, was it was cool. very Clone Warsy. That's I mean, the thing. I, do, I can't. There were a lot of things that did salvage the season because visually there were a lot of really good things, and I did like a lot of the I don't a have lot of the character development. But criticize. I just I, I, like from what we was actually there. It's yeah. just that like when it's all put together, it it doesn't like like hit very like right. much and then there's an idea that okay well this isn't bad like it just should have been more it like could have been better and almost every almost every scene could have been better almost every scene could have been like something else that would have been like a bit more 
like epic. Even the whole like uh like way that they set up this last two episodes could have been a much more like unique scenario than just like like it felt very like like simple Mandalore simple Mandalorian episode plot where we go into the base and take it to win. Like, which and, is like it, that's a little bit too yeah. simple for retaking all of Mandalore. Yeah, like, like I would, I would agree with that. I would think that like that if that was like uh, episode six, and then there was a huge thing for episode eight where they had a fight off because like we don't understand even like where are the ships, like the big ships. Like I'm assuming that um, um, that Moff Gideon had a big ship too. Where's his big ship? You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, well, I guess we don't know that, but still. Yeah. Well, he doesn't just have TIE fighters. I mean, if he is at a base, like, he had a, like, that was like the, he didn't need, like, a TIE. He didn't need a big ship for the, to hold the TIEs. Like, the TIEs were in, like, the hangar. I know, but base, it just seems like but... he would have more resources than that. Um, I will say, that is one thing that I'm hoping when, because we're going to get into the other, well, war- that was we're going to get into yeah, the other warlords like, soon. Yeah. And, like, nothing within, like, the Gideon thing has been, like, proper warlord level stuff yet i think they were good they got close with this latest episode right but like and like not that the and i and i it like made sense that like Gideon was kind of hopping around with like a smaller uh like a light cruiser because it's like all right we're not it's not a whole star destroyer it's less of like a, a target for like new republic right. but i but there's but even in like old canon there were like like um what's it called they had uh whatever imperials that held space Right. Like it wasn't just like every imperial was like all like was like rats hiding. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there were no, there were actively enough imperials, which made sense because like like the the fucking galactic empire was like twenty five thousand like go, like imperial star destroyers strong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's how big the fucking like right. empire is. Like in Star Wars, so no, they, they the rebels didn't beat them in a year. Like in like the old canon. Well, and that like, the problem is in the new canon. It seems like that's what it is. Like it. Well, the new canon, the, or they all left and they I went into you, the, in the new in, canon up until the they things just are left. changing now and they're changing significantly now. Right. But, but for Force Awakens, before any of the Mandoverse exists, which is again the only thing that's filled in the blanks really here, besides some weird other right. sequel stuff, like it, um, it's a year. Like they fight the Empire for like a year, like after like the Battle of Endor into the Battle of Jakku. Um, which is like the planet that where you find Rayon with like right. all that's why there's all those crash star destroyers and stuff. Right. And that's like where the Empire makes like their last stand for some reason, which doesn't make any sense. Before like a decent amount of the ships there go into the unknown reaches and, and like become the first order and eventually. Stay there for three years. But like now obviously it's changed to then like, okay, so uh, so not everyone left. Right. Okay. But, so, but well, back way, to like, back to the warlords. So back to the warlords. Yes. Like I feel like they're trying to set up almost like the warlords are almost like they're 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 almost kind of picking up like how the rebellion worked with their cells and they're kind of isolated. And yes, we finally more, yeah. they they start talking about Thrawn and you know you know obviously there's a bunch of announcements at Star Wars Celebration which we already talked about last week. But um, yeah, so but I don't I don't know. Sort of. Like I'm wondering if like I'm wondering if we're actually getting a lot. I wonder if the warlord stuff is going to end up more to do with Ahsoka show than Mando show. I think it's like a decent amount. I think it's all three. Yeah. Because I think like, but I feel the bulk of that's going to be Ahsoka. No, but I think less of that's going to be Mando. Because I think a lot of those other characters are going to like end up showing up in other things now. Because like they said, they already, um, like they already written season four of Mando, if I remember correctly. So I imagine, 
I think three and four were written kind of around the same time and okay. might even be like a more of an extended like thing right. in a way. But um, well, I, you kind of have I think to because some will show you... up in like Skeleton Crew maybe, but right. Skeleton Crew is weird because like I think Skeleton Crew might they might mention that like pirate empire that they talked about like right. in one. And we episode. know we got the one guy with the wrinkly face who's going to be in that show. Yeah, the one I'll like. see you in the next show. Which is so stupid. That was like you know uh, Mando. Yeah, that. But Ahsoka is going to be dealing with like Thrawn, I think, and then yeah. Mando might have like one or two different of those other guys to yeah. deal with, like if they have smaller. But I hope we get to when see, he's like, not sitting on his front porch. Yeah, but I hope we get to see like some actual like like are the rebels like did the, did the New Republic like take out anyone? Did they try yeah, it all? They're like, all dead. Like, cause it's so like nonsensical. I don't know. Like, is I don't know. We'll see. Because like, you see, it's it. The problem is, like, is I many, feel like how many ships did we, or did the did the are we saying the rebels like took? Well, whatever in, they like, took in a year, in like a, from like from like Endor to Jakku. Like, how many like realistically in in three hundred days did like. Like, again, again, don't get me wrong. In within canon, we know of a couple situations that actually make sense. Like, we know of, like, a couple raids of them, like, destroying Superstar Destroyers and of them, like, even, like, capturing a couple. Like, they captured, like, a few of, like, the Empires and, like, like even converted them over to, like, the Republic at a certain point. But, like, no, that didn't, it just doesn't make sense. It's, like, it's yeah. like the Rebels didn't double in size all of a sudden, like, the second they won the war. Like, it's well, like, there like be- my assumption's always been, like, that... Once they destroyed the second Death Star and the Emperor's dead, that all their more races would would start helping out. But but let me but finish. Let me finish. Why. Let me finish. But they can't because it's not like they have a fleet. Because if they had a fleet, the Emperor already destroyed it. Yeah. So it's not like some race of beings. Um, like the Greedo planet, yeah, whatever Greedo, let me finish, like that they had a defense force in yeah. hiding that like, now we can go help and fight. So it would take those planets like yeah. at least a couple of years to build a fleet to join the new Republic or even the new Republic has to build a fleet of themselves yeah. unless they're just taking, no, so like, planet with yeah, an individual so like, military like was the practicality of it, the Imperial yes, yes. was militarized. Yes, right. Like, so man, like, maybe a lot of people, uh, defected. Which I got. I just want these groups. I just want some of these people to be like bigger. Cause like even Gideon, like Gideon never had like he had resources. Don't get me wrong. Like like he had like it was cool. Light cruiser was cool and his base was cool. But like we never got to see like what Gideon like warlords and like the expanded universe had fleets. Right. Like they had fleets to start. They had some fleets to start destroy. Like they they had resources. Like they didn't right. just like. Well, that's my point. I was one. That's why like, I asked you. Did he have a ship? Some another ship somewhere? I don't know. Like, Cause he was just stuck there. He taken a Tie Fighter like somewhere around or whatever know. Tie Fighter he had that he had before. That's what I'm saying. It's just like I w- there were some really. I mean, I I'm not I'm not I don't want to shit on the season too much because I did enjoy most of the season except I just felt like there could have been more and I that's kind of like um, yeah I'm just still not satisfied with the New Republic as like yeah I, lo- yeah like, they, like even though with the that New Republic episode, is not well like, thought out. Although this Although version, to be this version of the, the of the new, become. yes, this version of the New Republic is better than the New Republic in the movies. Slightly. That's just because it has any bit of explaining at all. They didn't even There's no attempt. explanation of how the New Republic works like in, the, all, like in, in, in the, in the New Republic. There's no explanation of those things. So. No, there is. All right, well, let's, let's the, focus one on. The, yeah. One of the explanations ended up becoming the explanation for the sequel trilogies, like for the lore and the world. That nobody just, wanted a centralized no, 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 government. just becomes like justification to allow 
that movie to use um, nostalgic aesthetics from the original trilogy. They just built in in-universe reasons right. for like the same aesthetics to be present. Sure, I agree. For with like, that. which for, for entirely for unoriginal nostalgia yes. purposes. So, like the government seemed like they were the rebellion, like immediately. Yes, yeah, so like like they were like like oh, even like oh, fucking sake. Like for instance, like the separatists like are still a part. Or I imagine like. Like are some of them are a part of the new republic, or some of them aren't, or even there was even an idea for the new republic that much of the galaxy didn't want to join the new republic, so there was a lot more independent areas right. and stuff. Like, well, that's what I said about they didn't want to dissent, they didn't want centralized like, government. This all done with me because yeah. I'm like, okay, like you can't have it both ways. You can't demilitarize like the central government because like because you only are decentralizing the the central government. Um, or demilitarizing that because of like fear of that government, right. but but if there's fear of that government, then it's only natural that um, that this, those same planets that wanted that central government demilitarized, militarized themselves, yes. like to prevent it from happening. That's how like any bit of history, but even that would have taken like, time. back and forth, like pu- push and pull yeah. work. But you that know would what have mean? taken time to expel any empire imperial presence on their planet. That's what I'm saying, and like, and again, like the Empire it takes over within four days, like at the beginning of the Last Jedi, right? Like, and they just because none of the planets have defense fleets, basically, besides yeah. like Octu, which had a, which like had the only Republic, like not Octu, the fucking planet they blew up, which right. had like the only Republic d- d- defense fleet, apparently, right. was was orbiting that planet. Right. So okay. All right. Anything else on Mando? Uh, I'm never going to take an opportunity to not shit on the the world building behind the scenes of that. Those okay. Films. Well, anything. What else you want to talk about with Mando? There was some good stuff. I mean, I thought like I thought a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that they did with Grogu and um, Mando was good. They gave him a little bit. Yeah, Grogu finally had something to do this episode. Yeah. I mean, I like that. I thought that they kind of wasted he used his powers. Well, I yeah, I thought the the evolution of the powers was good. I thought they didn't do enough with Bo. I thought um, Poe, this is one of Poe's weaker episodes. Weird. Yeah. I, I, in general, I mean, in this last. I thought episode, the lightsaber fight. Sucked. I, I didn't. I didn't. I liked not the lightsaber fight. I mean, we I, talk, I, like I we just, already talked about the fight a little bit. I mean, the fight was fine. I, I just don't know get why the there's not like more nuance and more like work ethic being put into the like where everyone that used to be a Star Wars used to be like not that like the original trilogy fights are like the best choreographed thing in the world but they're very purposeful they're intentional like you're telling a story with the fight same thing with the prequels like the prequels are highly technical but they're also telling like a story like and that's narrative at the same time like right like Maul's fight tells a story while you're watching it like right. uh like same with like Dooku and like in Obi-Wan Anakin at the end especially uh None of that, like, the sequels don't have that. This fight is just, like, two people kind of, like, whacking sticks into each other for the most part. There's some better moments, but, like, right. I don't know. I'm just... Well, like, I like, it doesn't strike me that... the choreography. Like, yeah, like, what is but, going but on? But Moff like, Gideon should Star be good Wars. at fighting anyway. Like, like, he just had a mech suit. Like, that's all he like, had. Star Wars, like, should you know? be associated with fucking good choreography. Like, right. it should be. Like, why did that lose that from the prequels? Yeah, why did one of the some, only yeah. positive things, like, that, that was, like, at the time accepted from the prequels not, like, move on in the franchise, yep. except into cartoons. Yep. Like, because literally, that's it. Like, the best lightsaber farts, uh, farts, lightsaber fights in the franchise, like, exist in Star Wars The Clone Wars. Like, beyond, like, since the prequels. Like, literally. Like, the best ones I can name off the top of my head are Ahsoka, Maul, yeah, sure. like, Mo Capture, right. and Maul, like, Savage v. Palpatine. Right. Like, that's it. Like, it's those two. Right. And maybe, like, Vader or Ahsoka. Like, yeah. 
Well, I I do like I I know I, I know people like uh, Ovader Obi Wan as well. I like that it's fight a lot favorite, because I, I like it's, it's not your favorite, but it's a good fight. Yeah, and there's a lot of cool stuff in there I because think it, could it be deeper. well, it could be deeper, but they also did a lot where like it became a lot more force. Uh, the force was involved. Used much more than just the guys using yeah. their skills with a lightsaber, uh, which I thought was good. So, um, uh, any uh, is Gideon dead? I don't know. Maybe fuck knows. I'm going to say that that wasn't even really the real version of him. Or or there's a clone version of him that's still going to exist. I don't think they do. Do they even know? Well, they said the next season. Does Favreau written. know? Well, that's, that's just, yeah. So, um, I and, and there's a lot of, like, obviously there's some cool stuff with, with uh, Grogu kind of, like, connecting with the Mythosaur. So we're definitely going to get Grogu right in the Mythosaur at some point. Yeah. Or he's going to help. Mando write it. I don't know, this just feels like they I write it. They could write it together. I, I can see it's, it's that. Such an, like I don't. I don't think I like dislike any of the episodes. I don't know. I don't even know. I, I'm just like flat. Again, I don't hate the season. It just like if the first a, two seasons yeah. were an A and an A minus, let's say to give them r- random ratings, this was a B minus. This was. It wasn't a D. It wasn't an F. It maybe isn't even I, a C minus. Like it's an. Like, it's, eh, it's It's just such eh, an anti climax. It it's, it's just such an anti climax. Yeah, and that's why like, I'm giving it. That's why I'm giving it an overall a B minus. Like it was especially because because like, there were some really only, cool moments that I really liked especially because like it's like oh i think it's more frustrating because like okay we were going good like they had they had kind of made things work for two seasons of mando and then like like a wrench got thrown into it and we've had went like a year and a half without like the better thing that right. was like kind of winning star wars fans back on some level right. you got boba which like has its moments but like is not a good show except for like what it abandons being boba and like just turns into the Mandalorian again, right. which again, like that's what I'm saying. Like those two episodes of the Man of Boba, which are essentially just Mandalorian episodes. Like none of the episodes this season are even as good as either one of those. Not I'm not even talking about the fan. Yeah, I'm not even it, talking about the fan service one. I don't even disagree because, like, with that because each of those episodes are entirely different. Right. Like they man because again, people do criticize the Mandalorian a bit for like its over reliance on like this character showing up or this Easter egg right. or like yada yada yada. Which that's just the type of vibe right. it is. But like. Both there, there were two type of Mandalorian episodes, uh, episodes in that Boba season. There was like a normal one where it was like the two like uh uh well let's see where you were on that one like Halo planet first, and then you had a Mando front, and then right. you had like a build the 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 ship in the second, and right. that's like a very classic Mando episode. That's one of the better episodes. Of, that's like, a great episode. That's one of the be- the the best Mando centric episodes there is. Like people, I've always I've heard this like dozens of times from like different like reaction channels. It's like I could watch Din Djarin just sit and work on like or Jaren Din apparently has his name now. Uh, it's like uh, like I could just watch him sit and like work on his ship like all day, and you could like it's entertaining. Like it's well, I like, think that they're I think that's why they're they're kind of bringing the th- next season yeah. back to a little smaller thing. Mm-hmm. Like this season was supposed to be bigger in scope. I think this season is going to be a little bit more side mission yeah. with some overall plot. Yeah. And then even um, when you went down nostalgia Avenue in episode yeah. five or whatever of Boba Fett or six, I think it might Which be was a very good. Um, episode. Like it's a great episode. Like either we're just, it's good, important even too because we need, cause it's but, not just about Mando too. It's also about Grogu and what, yeah. what the story is. And that episode sick. Like it's so you know, two very, very different episodes within the scheme of the Mandalorian. And like none of the episodes this season, I think even come close to like topping either. So, and I like, think that's a fair, that's why again, though, I would call and Mando. That's an, and that's for, so neither, so that, and that's I think a sin. So as much as people don't like All the right. book of Boba Fett, so as much as people don't, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm being a little loud. Uh, no, you're just interrupting. Oh, <laughs> Go oh ahead. sorry, uh, my bad. No, nope, uh, it's not a big deal. I'm just, I'll get to it. Uh, 
as much as like people seem to like or like this isn't not that bad. I'm like, okay, well, the Book of well, Boba I, Fett, which I think is I, widely I considered the worst of the Disney Plus shows, has better episodes than any episode of this season of Mando. Yeah. Again, um, we talked about this before. So yeah. again, just from a overall interpretation of it. Mando's seasons one and two are both A's, A minuses. Yeah. Book of Book of Boba Fett's a B minus, but because it's got those two like Mando two point one episodes. I think, um, I, think it, I hate it more than that. But. Like <laughs> okay, fine, it's a C, yeah. but but it goes. But what I said was, but it gets saved because it's got those two episodes. Yes. Like Mando yes, saves the Boba Fett season. Yes. So without it, it is a C. It's even a C minus. Yes. Might even be a D. But if you throw in. The Boba Fett 2.0, I mean, the Mando 2.0 or 2.1 or whatever you want to call it, it's two and a half or lots Which of jokes I don't know for if it. Like, that was like that helps of, the season out. But I agree. Yeah. I think that those two episodes, the Mando episodes in Boba Fett, um, are better than probably everything, any individual episode in season three. They but won. there's a lot of good things in season three, but it's too spread out and there's too many bad things that are like... Just did this kind of make. I don't know they should have done. They should have, and this is they should have. I don't know, and I know this is like probably down to like. You know what you want? Oh, this just popped in my head. You know what? Like why? Because weirdly enough, like I think the season of Mando has elements of like that Rangers of the New Republic show in it too, which is weird because it's so so they're trying to stuff something else in, but at the same time it also feels like nothing's happening. I have a so theory it's like, so it's about like, so that. So shoving stuff in from other things that weren't meant to be here. I have a theory here. on that. Want to hear my theory? Uh, in a second, but I want to get like see my point. It ties right into your theory. Like your, your so, um, so it's a little, I don't know even know how to explain that because there are things that don't that seem like they shouldn't be present in the season that are almost setting up something else right. or should have been present in something else. But also the the season still feels very light and there's still not a lot to like sink into. But whereas, and the same thing with Boba. Like Boba was very surface level too, and there wasn't much to sink into beyond the surface as well. So I'm like, why did they not just like, like incorporate the like the Boba stuff, like know. into like why is this? Why didn't they just not like? I know like it's probably because they wanted to like up get something out because Boba Mando wasn't gonna come out for two years because Pedro couldn't do like as much or he was filming The Last of Us or whatever or scheduling conflict whatever. But um. Like, I just feel like, because there was like, I mean, think of some of the episodes of the season where like nothing happened. Like the first episode of the season, which is a recap, like, which is, I like the first episode, but it's a recap. Because a lot of people didn't watch Mando. Yeah. And that you don't, that you don't need because like. Boba. Yeah. So imagine though, if if instead, if instead you have like the first couple episodes of the season are the Mando Boba episodes. Right. And then you go like and have like a Boba Fett like finale is more towards well, the, we, we've the, already the middle. Just, we, we we've talked about this a bunch of times already. So the problem is they didn't know what to do with the Boba Fett season. They didn't have enough episodes, so that's how the Mando stuff came in. Mm-hmm. And I think they probably recognized it was weak. So then they get to the Boba the Mando season, and they'd canceled. You know, um, here's what I think. Here's my theory on what happened with that. They had uh, Rangers of the New Republic episodes written. And they were getting ready to start production. Yeah. Then they decided not to do that show for lots of reasons. And then they had this one production. No, let me finish. They had this production work done. So guess what they did? They took those stories and scripts and turned them into Mando episodes. And then just rewrote the change the characters. They Shows do this shit all the time. Shows do this shit all the time. There's a bunch, like when Next Generation came out, we're going to get Star Trek in a couple minutes. They had a bunch of episodes that had originally been written for a Star Trek show 
that never happened. And they just literally pulled those episodes in and dropped them in over the course of the first couple seasons. And I think what happened is, is they had a bunch of things that they had done that were supposed to be part of Rangers of the New Republic. And they just, um, even the, 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 the X-Wing pilot, yeah. I think a lot of that he was going to be on that. That yeah. was going to be on that, and I think that was how they fixed it. I think they said, "Well, we already did this stuff, so let's use it instead of wasting all this production yeah. stuff on it." All right, what are your what are your hopes moving on? That they make a coherent story. Okay, how are what are you? I mean, we've already talked about this, <laughs> but what's your what are your hopes for Ahsoka? Oh, that it's better than this. Yeah, yeah, that's been like that. It actually has like a real plot and like actual characters. Like in it, besides like, because these are the are what characters are we do we meet and understand this season? Not enough, and I think no, part no, of it no, is because you didn't, like none. No. You have Boba, you have Bo-Katan, who we've known for over a decade. Yep. Like and and from last season, we have Grogu and Din, both of which are like weirdly not the main thing in this season in their own show. But also, nobody else is the main thing either. Besides, no, no, maybe I, Bo. I agree. But yeah. like, but none of the, but there's no other characters that didn't get introduced. That well, get a lot I don't want to. I don't want to go back to that. I want to focus on what do you think is going to happen with Ahsoka? What are you most? Are, are you worried that they're going to do too much with the Rebels cast? No, because I I think the entire or is it of, done? Better? I think we've now proven that like the entire like the most of the good writing from Mando becomes from Dave Filoni. Right. I think we've now like almost proven. And that. he didn't write enough like, of this season. Yeah, he's like the only the two best episodes are episode two on Mandalore, yep. and then episode seven, the first part of the two episode arc. That and they're the and yeah, and they're the two better paced, right. better. Although there are some there are some dumb things in seven as Whatever. well, like the big like monster. Yeah, that, well, we already talked, but like we've yeah. talked about that. Yeah. Like, but still, but for the most part though, like that. I again, I, for Ahsoka, I'm I said this on the other podcast. I'm expecting that show to be sele- maybe like not the best and like maybe a technical filmmaking sense at all times just because like Filoni is uh was an animator then he was a like a animation director and then all that sort of thing and now, is he and now directing he's directing those episodes he's, I, he's directing some of them okay. yes he's and I don't think he's directing all of them but he's directing at least a good portion did of he those direct episodes. the episode he's with Ahsoka in season them. two did he what did he direct the episode with Ahsoka in season two of Mando um, yes he directed that one, yeah. and visually, I love that episode. That is a very good visual episode, but it's almost, but it's also like it's one. So he okay. had to like he got he got to focus on like that nailing that right. one episode. Well, let's see. Which, I mean, I, I I'm super excited wait, did because do the, wait, is Filoni the fucking Luke Skywalker episode too? I don't. I think he did. He might be the Luke Skywalker episode. Yeah, too. I'm pretty sure. So he like, did, so. so again, that's what, like I know I know Feloni can hit me with a Star emotions. That here, like that is undeniable. Like, uh, the, but the, the cast of the cast of this show mm-hmm. is also significantly. I want to say I think is going to be significantly better in terms of. Yeah. Like I'm I don't mind about, Carl I'm only Weathers, about the plot. but Carl Weathers isn't a great actor. Like yeah. he's great, it's cool, but like he fits in Star the, Wars. The char- yeah, but the character, what's her face, who's playing Ahsoka, is a tremendous actress, mm-hmm. and she's nails it already. Like she's yeah. nails it. I'm and, slightly and, worried. And for we the plot. know that the we know that Mickelson, who's playing Thrawn, even if we don't see him right away, yeah. whenever he's there, he's got to be awesome. And I feel like we're pretty excited about who's playing Sabine. And 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 you know, um, I mean, there's just a lot on its shoulders. And, and we're it's getting like, Chopper. I mean, yeah. and we're gonna get Zeb. Um, I mean, I, I'm just know. nervous though because like it's I don't trust Disney Lucasfilm. I trust Dave Filoni. I trust I like Ahsoka a lot, and I think this is going to I think it's going to be good like against all odds. But like I just always have to be like okay, like I, it's the it's like bringing Ahsoka back. Right. It's like a it's like a Clone Warsy thing. It's like a Rebel sequel. It's also like like 
helping to bring back like heir to the empire into yeah. the canon. So like it is a fucking that's why I think a it's going to be challenges. To, I'm like, really I think that it this based on what we've seen, I'm pretty excited about this. So no, yeah, right. I've been impressed so far. I'm Wrap happy for it. I just, wanna, I'm, no, I'm just nervous. I'm just like yeah. justifiably nervous. Okay. Just given everything. Well, that's fine. That's that's fair to be nervous. I don't have a problem. And I don't know. And I'm worried like I, we don't know like how they're going to approach Air to the Empire. I don't yet. think we're we gonna, don't know. Yeah, I don't think like, we're going to see. I don't think we're going to get the rebels we don't like, know how cast in there for the be, entire episode. Or like how different. I think I don't think everything's going to get accomplished in one season. No, we get multiple seasons of this show, they've said. I mean, we have to figure out how she gets from where she was to where she's going like i think there's a lot that's got to happen in this we're assuming we talked about that she's probably right now with luke right uh probably not no the soka no she left when grogu left i think Ahsoka left when grogu left okay yeah. so she's so we're that's, not yeah, getting, she was leaving off, so yeah. okay well whatever um that comes out in august yeah okay all right so um yeah we're gonna move on to something that we that we that um, again next of kin is the name of the show, and there's a lot of things we've talked about over the years that I was not necessarily a huge fan of or wouldn't have known to be a fan of until Christian introduced them to me. One of the things that we were talking about today, when we walked around the mall, was that I'm pretty proud of the fact that I was got you to kind of appreciate the universe of Star Trek, and um, you watched Picard pretty regularly with me, and was, um, yeah, was, yeah. Picard just finished. Uh, we're going to, we're going to spend some time talking about Picard really quick before we get into that. Um, they announced and showed us the trailer for, um, strange new worlds, which is the captain Pike show, which I think which we talked in, about last year, which, which we on. talked about a couple times. Um, the trailer is amazing. I I'm even, I'm super excited and impressed with the improvements. Um, and they managed to tease a lot of stuff in that trailer without like uh, giving it a lot away yeah. too, right? Because there's yeah, the some things, mirror universe stuff yeah. you said. There was so some... uh, there's some things that definitely that I see for sure. There's definitely the trial of number one. You see them ringing a bell, which the is analogous like a, to definitely trials are like a big thing. In the trial is going to be a big thing, and it's going to really no, I mean, bring like, back. Like, like, let me the, let me tell no, you because I was asking a question okay, though. I mean, like, within the history of Star Trek, like the captains or like different characters going on trial is like a there's trope, a lot of some of the best episodes of Star Trek are courtroom dramas. Okay, yeah. That's all I'm asking. Original yeah. series, Spock's trial. Kirk and Spock both go on trial. Scotty goes on trial. Um, you know, Worf goes on trial. Data goes on trial. Like, there's a great episode, Measure of a Man, where they have a court case to determine if Data is property or if he is a sentient being. And whether it's, is he a slave or is he a person? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the most important episodes of Star Trek ever, um, especially because Riker has to prosecute. Um, because that's just the way the military justice system works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a great, great, great speech in that thing. And there's even a trial of Picard, too. So some of the best episodes are when we do courtroom drama stuff. And um, so we're going to get a courtroom drama scene with, I think, number one. I'm hoping they bring back Kirk's lawyer, a different actor playing uh, Samuel T. Cogley, attorney <laughs> at law. I, I think they're going to do that. They're going to give us some fan service there. Um, there's definitely a scene where Spock is drinking blood wine, uh, with Klingons that look like Klingons, not Discovery, dumbass Klingons. They look like Klingons from Deep Space Nine, Next Generation in the movies. They look like the right kind. Of, even the cup looks right. Like um, There's definitely um, an expansion of the characters that we have. Uh, there's a new character, Carol Kane. I think she's taking over as the engineer, uh, the chief engineer, because the other guy died, which was a shame because I really liked the blind guy. Remember the blind engineer died? Oh, he passed away. They, oh, he no, died the, at the end the of the show. The character yeah, the got character killed died. on the That's show. Right, yeah. So I think they're bringing I in, the actor. Like, they're bringing yeah, in a, a Carol died. Kane or whatever yeah. her name is. I think she's going to be the new chief engineer. 
Uh, she's kind of comedics, which I think is going to be kind of a Scotty feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also think that we're going to be um, uh, oh, what was I've lost my train of thought. We're definitely going to see um, the Captain Kirk is going yeah. to be back in this. So I think we're going to kind of see some. There's so many. There's so many things going on. Um, the Vulcan harp we even see. So there's a lot of things that I think that are going to continue to do. And I love the show because it is supposed to be very kind of give you that throwback to the original series mm-hmm. um, where it's um, where it's like, it's, you know, each episode is its own episode. Yeah. They're not, they're not one offs because every episode is one off. There probably will be an overlying theme going through the season, but well, that comes out to, June Kirk's 15th. Supposed to know, uh, what's the name, right? The captain. Um, you know, well, you don't know that we don't have an answer to that in canon. Okay, so I guess, well, I, we know now, I guess, but like, well, they see, met like in the first season. There, but. there, there are some complaints about that because, um, you know, Kirk talks about on the original series that he met Captain Pike when he took over control of the Enterprise, but now we've already thrown that can out the window. So there were some criticisms oh, that okay. Captain Kirk should not have met. Uh, gotcha. You know, it's, it's they don't have like a like the movie. Like type thing. They don't. They, they they're not. Like, they're not. Back, they're not like, blaming it on on you know like you know alternative universe. But you know. So there. I don't. Either way. I'm. I, I think most people really like uh, Strange New Worlds. They got an incredible cast, and it comes out June fifteenth. Uh, Picard just wrapped up this week. Um, three seasons. I think most fans will tell you it took them to the third season to really nail it. Did get really good. Yeah. Um, this season really was. The last generation. I mean, we liked last season. The next generation. I liked last season a lot, too. But um, not every it, fan was, not, like, the yeah, biggest on it. But this season, they went all in on that this was going to be uh, the reunion of the next ca- the yeah. next generation cast. And um, it, it was done gradually, which was cool. Yeah, they didn't just pull the trigger right away. We didn't even get them all together until the end of the sixth episode. Yeah. They weren't all together on screen at the same time until they sat around a table at the end of the sixth episode. And everybody was super. And that's really, I think, when everybody kind of really started to watch the show and almost went back and um, rewatched it because then they heard that the cast was all back. So mm-hmm. they introduced Beverly first. Uh, then we got we got Worf. Uh, and then we got Jordy. And then I think we got Deanna. We had Riker immediately. We, we had Riker immediately. Riker was right away. Right, yeah, Riker's early, already early. always going to be I'm next sorry, to, was, uh, yeah, to Picard. But. Yeah, like, um, I, I just, I just thought, I just thought they nailed it. It was a great story, which a lot of concepts and things that had been brought in over the years in Star Trek that maybe never got completely finished up. Mm-hmm. Some themes from the, you know, from um, from some of the movies like Insurrection. There were some issues there. Um, they brought back, you know, obviously. Uh, the Dominion, which was the, well, they brought back specifically. Well, it's like stragglers from the Dominion and from the the changelings. From, yeah, which it are, really which wasn't like the, the Dominion. Big bads the Dominion like, was the actual whole yeah. empire. The only the only characters are the actual changelings. And they fought wars against Starfleet. Fought like wars against both those, right? Or do they well, have the, a board? The changelings are the war? leaders of the Dominion. Oh, you mean the Borg versus? Yeah, I mean, like they fought, like they fought two wars. They fought a war versus the Changelings and a war versus the Borg, right? Yes. So, like, so there's almost like the stragglers from like the two enemies of that era team up, like, and then like the the the, pe- the people like have to do yeah. one last mission of, which again like is fitting given that the end of like this episode of uh, the la- the finale, they're like seemingly are setting up like the, which we're going to talk about I assume, at some point, right? But, well, I mean, one of the so, things. Is, what I'm saying is, like, it's like the that the, the heroes, uh, like the uh, obviously from that era, from like 20 years ago, when whenever those initial like uh, 
well, I guess longer than that. Those like initial like uh, shows came out. Right. Like when the next generation, Deep Space, Voyager, right. like uh, right. Mainly the first two. Right. Uh, like the these get like the main cast from then gets to come back and like finish off like the last of that threat. Sure. Before the next like era begins. Right. It's thirty. Yeah. It kind of it's kind of gives you some closure it's on like the board and stuff. So thirty five years since Picard was. Um, Assimilated by the Borg and Wolf 359, you know, and which leads to a lot of the and a lot of those themes of Picard, you know, like, was he a hero or was he a villain? You know, like, come out in this, um, you know, with Captain Shaw kind of really emulating yeah. how Cisco felt about um, Picard. Picard on Deep Space Nine, which he gets over almost immediately. I, I like that they did that. I like that they, you know, there's a lot of those kinds. Space? What? Picard was on Deep Space only in the first just the first, first episode. Oh, okay, he was there for the pilot because because the Enterprise is the first ship at um, at Deep Space Nine. Uh, well, not the first ship, but one of the first ships. And you got to remember that's how they transferred O'Brien. I got you from the Enterprise. You know, like he gets off the Enterprise. Yeah, and like goes the there. only person from Star Trek that from Next Generation that's in that episode that we see is Picard. We I don't see, see any of the other cast. Gotcha. Uh, we only see Picard, and it's like literally there's one scene where he's where O'Brien's beaming down to Deep Space Nine. He's leaving the Enterprise for the last time, and Picard and O'Brien have a nice scene. Uh, Picard has two nice scenes with Cisco. Um, you know, one at the beginning when Cisco's very angry, mm-hmm. and a lot of his healing starts in that first episode. And at the end of the episode, they kind of shake hands, and it's all it's all yeah. forgiven and everything. Um, he's over it, so to speak, because of what happens with the wormhole. But anyway, um, they definitely did a lot of things that bringing in the changelings, the leftover changelings that got trapped in the gamma, the, the you know the Alpha Quadrant, and then were captured by like the Starfleet Federation intelligence and experimented on mm-hmm. is pretty bad. Like, and that leads to corruption within the empire, within the Federation. And I like that because um, the Federation does lose its way in Star Trek towards the end of next generation into deep space nine Voyager. They never caught touch on it because we don't really see the You're Federation because they're on the other side of the galaxy for most of the show. So um, I think it's good that they kind of address that, uh, and then, and then some of it turned out because the the found the the, fed, the the changelings were slowly infiltrating and and ruining you know Starfleet from within. So I thought that they did very well with that. I mean, that was a great yeah. kind of re you know, and that they were being helped with the Borg all along. And it's nice that Worf was the first one to kind of find a changeling and then reference Odo. Yeah. Not by name, he's like you know a, a changeling of great, a man of great honor because the actor has now passed away, and so I think that there were so many cool nods that they did a great job balancing fan service and new stories and finishing up stories. Like I said, like the younger characters you know? that were introduced, the newer characters this season that do yeah, get, talk about the new characters. Introduced. Well, not too many, but there's like um, there's like three, mate. There's mainly only three. There's like uh, well, obviously they keep um, in terms of previous what? No, no, sorry. My fault. Never mind. Go ahead. In terms of like the previous um like seasons, the only person that's like two characters have stayed around, um, and that's uh Rafi, Rafi, who's like was introduced for in Picard and as first, well, right? The first season, yeah. And she's like an academy person, yep. who, like a like about like a superior, not superior, but like she a was working of. in the. They set up that she worked in the academy for a while, but then she ended up going into like uh, uh intelligence for a while. She's been in. Well, she quit, she, then she went back, then she went to intelligence. Yeah, and then and, then and she the, had, yeah. she's been doing like covert work. 
And but she had to do some really questionable things. Mm -hmm. And that's why And her handler turns out to be Worf, which is really cool. But then at the end, they do some really cool stuff. So people realize that she really was a hero and she wasn't what she doing wasn't bad, that it was all her cover. Mm -hmm. They used they had her pretend to be a disgraced officer so that they could use her to infiltrate, you know, like crime syndicates, syndicates. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so she was cool. Um, seven to nine's and great, she, and she has the, probably the least. She doesn't have too much to do the season. Like, no, in the, yeah, in the she's first kind of. Yeah. she does, but once the next gen characters kick yeah. in, it's, it's mainly their show. Yep, um, which it should be, I think. Uh, besides seven, seven uh, is actually kind of a, li- a little bit more on the side in the beginning. She's then, considered like, the co-star of the show. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. She well, was. I mean, she's been in all three seasons. Um, she, yep. She's been cool in all three seasons. Obviously, she's the the best thing that people remember from Voyager, you said. Yeah. Uh, and but yeah, I think she's very good in this. the final episode. Uh, and then even, like, they work in the – in terms of new characters, like, introduced this season, there's, I would say, three main ones. There's three main ones, There's yeah. uh, Captain Shaw, who's, like, a very, like – who kind of is from like the he's younger like he's thirties forties. He's supposed kind of. to be a throwback to the generation from the eighties and the nineties. Yep. Yeah, and he's like a very um, let's let's see like like his card and like Riker are like kind of like being a little bit more sneaky at the beginning to right. try to figure out uh, the mission that they're on and whatever. And they try right. they get on the Titan like which was Riker's ship and now is commanded by like what uh, Shaw Commander essentially. Shaw. I think that's his name, right? Commander Shaw, Commander Captain Shaw, Captain Shaw. Captain Captain Shaw. Shaw. Um, and that character is like very. Uh, he was an engineer, like on, like during one of the earlier yes. movies in Star Trek, where they fight he, the Borg. Or he something. no no no. He's when he's talking about being what he experiences goes back to Wolf three five nine, when he was on a ship, and he's an engineer, and basically everybody else around him dies, and he survives. Uh, just randomly, and he deals with that survivor's guilt for. So he really hates the Borg, did. and he hates Picard. No, 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 but it was something Picard did. Well, was Picard was assimilated, and so he basically they used his knowledge of the Federation to destroy most of Starfleet at Wolf Three Five Nine. So mm-hmm. that's why there's animosity towards Picard. But there's also like this level of like he talks about it's beyond that though because he's talking about you and your you and Riker running around the galaxy like that sort of thing. Like that they, they viewed them as like. Um, irresponsible and that they were too gung-ho almost in this is a more calm era the consequences like, of Picard gotta remember Q the, the the Federation should have not in the original series was not supposed to meet the Borg so soon in 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 timeline mm-hmm. and then Q basically does not like the conceit of of Picard who represents humanity in yeah. his mind so he throws a challenge. He throws the Enterprise into the gamma, the Delta Quadrant, into like the Borg, essentially, and then he sends them back, and then the the Borg now know Where about the Federation, so the Borg start to head and start to build their transwarp conduits yeah. into the Alpha Quadrant because they want to assimilate the Federation, mm-hmm. um, but they shouldn't have done that so early. So there's a lot of theory that. Fan theories that I that was kind of mentioned by Shaw that a lot of people realize now that the Borg would have never been around if it wasn't for Picard and and his like mm-hmm. cowboy actics. Yeah, you know, so that's why he doesn't really like Riker and Picard so much. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know. I think that's kind of well. I mean, they they introduce Jordy LaForge's oh, daughter the as yeah, a pilot. We have the, da- we have the child characters. Yes. The, the legacy characters. The legacy child children of legacy characters. Children of legacy characters. Yeah, yeah we have the uh, the less. 
important to the story, but a uh, pretty decent role, especially in the earlier five episodes, was yeah. uh, Jordy's daughter. Yep. She actually is probably, like, gets more screen time than him, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. You know, um, till Jordy came. Yeah, Jordy's the, la- the last one to show up. Uh, well, technically, Deanna, Tro- uh, Deanna Troy's kind oh, yeah, of the yeah, those one. two. But she was you in know. a previous season. I she mean, was, so, and I think that's so why they balanced it out. Yeah, that. I think that's, um, you're right. That's probably how they kind of felt it was fair. Uh, yeah, she got to be in season one. So, right. And for like an episode or two. So. Right. Uh, but yeah. Um, and then otherwise, you get Picard's son, who's very good. And, Man, like, and, I, and that's good. a hard, and I, and I felt like that was like hard to do. I'm trying to think of something else where like. Where you have to play a right, legend, the child of a legendary a character. It does happen a lot. Yes. Like, but I'm trying to remember. And most of the time they suck. I'm trying to remember, like, instances where it, like, hasn't worked. Like, but it usually doesn't. Like, where they just I'm don't trying to think of right. instances where it has worked. I'm thinking of, like, like Indiana Jones' son. Like, no. Not good. Like, it doesn't work. But no, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, it just, a lot of the time it just really doesn't end up, like, uh. Like, it either ends up that they're too similar or they got a force or something's forced to, like, cause, like, either friction with their father or right. something. But, like, no. But this one was, like, he had, he was different enough, but he also gave, like, had, like, qualities of, like, both parents kind of an equal amount. Yep. Uh, and and I want to say that the acting ability, knowing him. the casting and the, the, the braveness to make the character so, um, you compared to me, kind of reminds you of a young what we would imagine a young Captain a little bit, Kirk would be like. He's a little bit more because he's not yeah. Starfleet. He's yeah. like, he's, was, he's been out doing like humanitarian work. Yep. Like with his mother, like on a random ship, like just yep. in the, wherever out in the galaxy, places that Starfleet doesn't go to. Like, so he has all this extra insight. He has humanity. And then he has like this weird, like level of Picardness that like is, which is interesting because he's never met Picard. Like up until like he was, he's like 20 in this, I think. Right. Early 20s. He's like in his early yeah. 20s. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that the actor is set up to really take. Yeah, he's take charming. On. He's like entertaining. He's like, funny. He, he's captivating. He gets your attention. He's a real nice mix, and I'm glad you said that earlier yeah. because he's a real nice mix between Picard in terms of his idealism, but his energy and his breaking the rules concept of Kirk. So he's a nice hybrid of Why does he have an Captain again? Kirk. Why does he have an accent again? Uh, they say they, they actually they actually recon it. They spent one year in London, and the accent just took. And they did that is because they yeah. want, if it's Picard's kid, he's yeah, got to yeah. talk like Picard. Yeah. Otherwise, it just sucks, right? Like, I think it just kind of, like, it yeah. just isn't fun. So I think that they did it that way. It was great. I think that um, that they, 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 you know, like, he went to, and even the thing, I loved the last season of Picard where technically should have a French accent, but because of things that happened, the Picard family lived in England for so long that they all have the English accents, which was kind of a funny thing. I love the way that they, they fixed a lot of things that people used to laugh about. Like, even something as simple in the first Contact movie, which is the first true Next Generation cast movie, yeah, where Picard kind of senses the Borg. And for years, they people re- have talked re- about, well, why would he sense that? Why would he sense that? And they address it with the fact that the Borg basically, not only did they assimilate him, but they also planted like a genetic thing in him too, which is used, of course, to yada yada spoilers, to why, what the plan is of the Borg and the changelings all along. Mm-hmm. And that's done really well too. Most of us who are Star Trek fans on social media were not anticipating that it was going to be a Borg. Some people did, but a lot of people really thought it was going to be more power rate stuff. Uh, that the foundation, that the Dominion changelings were working with the Power Race because of the red eyes. The red eyes was a great misdirect mm-hmm. because the Power Race, there was a lot of red eye stuff when the Power Race would, and the Power Race would take people over on Deep Space Nine yeah. and they'd have red eyes. I think on purpose that was a misdirect. Probably, I think they yeah. just was a great directorial choice to, you know, to trick the audience because what they did was better than any fan theory that came out. Maybe the Power Race were the 
Borg all along. No, they're, just, they're <laughs> gods. Like... They're, they're disgraced gods. They're like <laughs> gods that were thrown out of the temple, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so that was really good. The way they recon Data, that whole thing with Data was really good. Um, now Brent Spiner can just be himself and just put on some white skin makeup and, you know, and not have to worry about how old he looks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, a lot of people were worried at first when they were bringing back Data that it wouldn't make any sense. Um, but I thought the way they did it was, didn't you think it was great the way they did it? In terms of how they did data, because obviously the yeah. data character uh, yeah, died. It was, it was interesting, yeah. And we really shouldn't have data back, but now we get this kind of like. No, they, you they know, didn't just bring data back and have them just be like, oh, it's data. Like, it's like it's a robot again or an android. Like, <laughs> they, they at least, like, they decided, like, okay, if we're going to bring data back, we're going to fully realize, like, the the want of that character. Like, and, and they, they actually let him achieve it almost. And he, he, and he achieves a level of it on Well, he's in he's in a Picard synthetic body. Like yes. The same one that Picard gets at the end of season one, essentially. Right. Um, and so so that's, we get you get data badge, you get Brent Spiner. He doesn't have to get, like, aged down. He right. doesn't have to be, like, um, make-uped up. He just gets to be himself. He gets to kind of... And have emotions and now. He and he gets to be, like, something that every Star Trek fan thought, like, they probably never would have ever seen, which is, like, data become, not human, but, like... As, as close, close to human as, as he could possibly be become. Like, yes. And then they had a lot of fun with that. They had, they had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, they had a lot of fun with it. Like, it made, like, everyone else emotional just to see that because it's something that all them had, all, had always wanted for Data as well. What, what right? was very cool was there's a lot of moments when Data got his emotion ship in Generations and even other films yeah. where they played off that concept of, as an audience, we he would have the emotions that the people in the audience would have. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of Generations when he finds his cat and he's yeah. got the emotion ship and he starts crying. And he's like, but I'm sad, but I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of took those concepts... And then even into this thing where, like, there's a great moment where he, he's got a gut now. He, yeah. trust my gut, I can do this. And, and, and it allows yeah. the actor to be passionate, which he was never allowed to do. And then even he has the, the funny-ass line where he's like, Data, try to be a little bit more optimistic. And he's like, I hope we die quickly. And it was great. Like, yeah. everybody lost like, their he, marbles he because— He a lot of lines that he, yeah. like, physically couldn't say as Data because it right. wasn't in his, like, program yeah. or whatever. And that's why they so. would allow him to have, like, lore and they would allow him to kind of play other more, characters. Yeah, from over and now all the yeah. other Soons are dead. There's no one here. There's, like, Lore's gone, B, whatever's gone, his father's gone, or what? All those people are they're gone. All, there, there's nobody left. Together to He's become, the only yeah. version of that he ever has to play of that character ever again. Yeah. You know, it'll be interesting if they have him find his daughter, whatever that girl was yeah, from they the ever first season. With that or not, if they ever kind of address that, that yeah, be I was surprised fun. that nothing came up with that at all. That would be that the again, only criticism like, I saw online that people said they didn't address what happened with Picard and his, his Romulan girlfriend back at the vineyard, um, and they don't address what happened to like the the thing. And we and the and you, I didn't even remember this. You brought up that one really cool Romulan guy that's in Starfleet. Where's he? I mean, to be and fair, he has huge size. The Rafi. He's probably just in like. Uh, Starfleet somewhere, and but uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, but let's want to talk about the. We're gonna get him back. Now? We're getting that dude back. You think we're gonna get Romulan guy back? Yeah, we're getting that guy. You back. You think he's gonna be on the? He's gonna be the war for the if they. You get, think so? I think you so. really you are that. Conf- the like, more once you said do that, like that guy. Oh, I love that. Do, dude. Do, do, do like the fans like that guy a lot though? I I think that if they write we him right, Romulan in Starfleet, right? That's why he's the new Worf. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And especially, yeah, that, that, that could work. That, I did say that they should bring him in. So, so. Let me, so obviously, obviously, I'm way too excited about. Yeah, this. we're getting we're skipping ahead a little bit, but, uh, <sighs> but it, uh, it's just. Want to talk about the end? I guess. Let's get right to the last two episodes because they yada yada yada. They get the plot done. They yeah. kill the bad most of the bad I don't guys. Think they, they need to talk about the plot too. No, because no, again, no, I don't no. think everyone here is like listening. Just watch it, it because yeah. if you like Star Trek. You or said this. Sci-fi in general. It was, okay, it was good one sci-fi of, one of the season. things they did really sh- well on this season. 
was they were on a, a Federation ship. Yeah, the first five episodes is kind of like just a, like a normal like Star Trek arc. Kind and, of, it's not and, even a deep space reunion. Yes. It's just like it has some deep space elements and characters. Like there's only four deep space characters at that point. It's Riker. Right. There's um. I mean deep space. Oh, not deep space. Uh, next gen. You know what I mean. Right. right. Like next generation. Um, you have Picard, Riker. You get Worf. Not even like Worf's and he, and he's awesome. Off, and he's in his own little corner yeah. for those first couple yeah, episodes right, as right. well with uh, Rafi. With Rafi, which was very smart. And to then do. you have like and then Crusher. Um, yeah. and then Crusher and then their son. But then then everyone else comes in in the later episodes. Um, the evolution of what they did with Worf was great. I thought it was paced well. Like they slowly yeah. brought, like his, yep. it slowly shifted from and you had like uh all these other characters and we were like even saying like these characters and like some of the Say what you want about Picard, but I think the characters have always been pretty good. Like on the other seasons, like in the early, I think like story wise and villain wise, you maybe could have had some issues. Sure, but especially like uh, like I think the doc, like Gerardi, I think her name was right, yeah. the girl who became the Borg yeah. person. Like everyone, I, did people like her? Eh, like, yes and no. Yes, it and was no. split. Like I didn't, I didn't mind her. Uh, especially, I didn't mind her, especially with the Borg stuff. Once that started, her last season, cool. her second season was better than her first. Yeah, season. I, I agree with that a lot, actually. Yeah. Uh, but people liked uh, Rios, right? Yeah, Rios was great. Rios was cool. Like, Rios and Shaw were two great characters that we don't get, to, we'll never see again. Yeah, I, I don't you think know? I think Data's daughter was fine for the most part. I think uh, they decided more, they didn't more need her. Story yeah. that was bad than like yeah. it was than the actual acting or the their acting. And that was a lot so. of criticism of the first season. But I don't want to focus on the first season because yeah. it's over. They learned their mistakes. They got but a new showrunner. They got. A new showrunner, and that so. was what the difference was—a better writer who really understood the Star Trek yeah. universe. And I think when you got to the end of the episode, you figured out like why, like the the couple characters they decided to like introduce, like the the, the daughter and uh, right. son, like were so good, right. and like because they put a lot of time and effort yes. into making them good, because we're going to see them again. So, so like, if you're a Star Trek fan, there's so many great fan service moments throughout the season. There's there's we get a Ferengi. Which yeah, is a really good. cool, nice modern up. The costuming, the makeup looked incredible. Yeah, that was good. Uh, we get to see Worf, Michael Dorn yield a new weapon. This kind of evolved, kind of pacifist Klingon, which is the best way to describe it, a warrior for peace, uh, which is just great because there wouldn't be like a pacifist Klingon. No. This is as close to a pacifist, and he's like. He's becoming the Dahar Master. You just know that they're setting up that if we ever see Worf again, eventually he will be the Dahar Master. He will have achieved that level of non-political, you know, stuff that, that Worf deserves. What the hell is explain that? Um, it's basically he's just like kind of like a spiritual leader for Klingons. Okay, like you have that much experience and that much like yes. insight that you just like kind of collectively like eventually you earn that like. No, title. no, it's an actual specific title. There's only one Dahar Master. Oh, okay. like, so you, no, there are lots of Dahar Masters, but but. Excuse me. There's one main Daha master and one of the old Klingons from the original Telvin series that they brought back on Deep Space Nine was the Daha master. So like they kind of are they're going to turn Worf into something. We will see it in in the years that we have left with Michael Dorn playing Worf. Yeah, I, I imagine so. The, he the, wants to play the character more. He would so. play it every day if he could. Yeah. The, the interesting thing about Michael Dorn is outside of like, you know, your shows like your main TV shows like SVU and stuff like that. Um, Michael Dorn has played uh, 
Worf as a character more than any just about any other actor in the history of television because he's been on multiple series. Well, and, he has and, like you know, six seasons of what Next Gen, seven seasons of Next Generation, four, four seasons of, of Deep Space yeah, Nine, plus movies, and now this season of plus movies plus ten, this, and then ten episodes. This or nine episodes, whatever he was season, in for yeah. this. So like you know they definitely and I think we'll see Worf again. Um, I think you know just based on there's a lot of cool stuff we find out that Worf was Captain the Enterprise for Enterprise E after Picard yeah. and broke it. Uh, we don't know why. Why it's it, but they made it canon because everybody wanted a Wharf Captain Wharf TV show, yeah. so they kind of threw that in. It's like, well, he, he did he get did it. Get you missed canon. it. He you like, missed it. He destroyed the ship, which I totally agree. Because like he would, <laughs> he would screw it up. Like not screw it up, but like he would go all cling on in an episode and say like, well, it's just got to wreck the ship. Like he probably flew it into an asteroid like or something only, just to piss people off. Into another ship. Like it's really cool. Um, everybody got really cool moments. I there yeah. was a great episode where like Riker used he uses the their own technique against him. He uses the he. This is the tractor beam and throws an asteroid at the yeah, bad guys. Cool, yeah. There's so many. Which, everybody, that, which that goes into like um, Riker is supposed to be like a tactical, tactical like warrior. Like so. he's yeah, he's like he's got the Riker maneuvers and all that stuff that they mm-hmm. we hear about. Um, so many good things. The 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 the, 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 the character development between Shaw and Seven of Nine were great. Um, yeah, that but, was good too. Like that, and, then, and that was a very much on the side yeah. thing as well. Because so. he wouldn't call her Seven of Nine; he kept calling her Commander Hanson. He making her use her human name, and she never yeah, that, went that by vibe, Commander Hanson. And, and that was so good because, like, that relationship and their like respect that needs to grow over the course of the show needs to work so that the final like scene where like because that character the captain get gets, two great the captain gets killed yes. like during the yeah. like towards the end, which is heartbreaking. And, and yeah, because he's like, exactly he was a really character. Good. Like people liked him, like because <laughs> because he was like us. Like, like, oh, what do you mean? We, I'm not doing that. Yeah, like, That's a terrible he's idea. He's exasperated. Yeah, he's like, been dragged oh, around course, by, like, the old guys. Of course guys. we're going to go to Earth and get attacked. Yeah, like, of course. Why not? Why yeah. shouldn't we? Like, it's great. You yeah. know, like, he doesn't want to do it. And and, it, and then, yeah, so, but when he's dying, he, he says, before he no, 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 I'm, I'm not the captain more. This is your ship, Seven of Nine. He calls her Seven of Nine. Mm-hmm. And and then, then he proceeds to die. And then he also <laughs> yeah. makes sure that we, we'll get to that at the very end, uh, the last final. We'll discuss that. Yeah. Um, so Jordy's running the Fleet Museum now. So we have a great episode where we get to see, we get to see the ships. I mean, for me, uh, there's a scene when they're at the this Fleet Museum and it's all the ships outside the space dock, and we see the Stargazer. We see, um, we see Voyager. But for me, we see the Defiant, mm-hmm. and to, and it's not even the original Defiant because the original Defiant. This yeah. is the second Defiant. Um, it's you know it's this this no, ship that was the wharf pointed out or what? Wharf, what the wharf point? No, no, we out? just see it. There's see it? there's a great scene where where we don't see it right away. There's a scene where um, Jack Crusher comes onto the bridge and he's sitting with Seven, and they're just looking at the ships. Yeah. And the guy knows all the ships because he just kind of he's like you know you can't yeah he's a who little, doesn't like, he's like a he fleet. loves the he ships. says he's like he's like I, he's like just because I don't like Starfleet doesn't mean I don't like like the hardware which is like which is like me <laughs> yeah with my thing for the yeah. military because I know all sorts of ships so we get like a great hardware, shot of the Enterprise uh, we get a great shot of the Defiant we get a great shot of Voyager and she talks about that was her first home so there's a yeah. lot of cool stuff there and that creates a that scene is an important scene it's not just fan stuff it's also. Uh, these two characters connecting, which leads to like other. And there's a things. lot of that, and, and there's a, if you look back at the season and like as you see this, but we keep alluding to this. Yeah. But like, if you especially those first five episodes, especially, 
Um, like before, like it goes a, very much heavy into the deep space reunion, in right. the, which I think they should. The next like, generation, the later, the, next generation. I don't know. Reunion. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. What the, you mean. the next gen reunion, which it should have by the time it got to like the second half of the season, it should have been more focused. I there. thought the way they but did it was great. Half though, like you get a lot of great character interactions between um, Seven of Nine and Picard's son, uh, Seven of Nine and Jordy's daughter, who's yep. the pilot. Yep. Um, Jordy's daughter and Picard's son, yep. and then also. Seven of Nine and, and Jordy's daughter, and even even so, some little stuff with the new characters that are on the Titan. Yeah, like I, much, I like those. Like, those I like the other guy. I think he's got like the ridges on his nose, so I think he's Bajoran. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the girl with the weird marks. I don't know which. I don't think they've identified what alien what version what, what so, she's no. going to be. Um, I liked all of that. Um, I don't know. I thought that they did a lot of lot of cool things with that. Um, finally, they we when they finally leave the Fleet Museum. Uh, we see the oh, we see the we see the Klingon bird of prey yeah. that uh, Captain Kirk stole uh, in Star Trek Three. Yeah. Uh, they crashed into the San Francisco Bay. They make that reference. Yeah, they go and get it out. They, they talk said. about how they can't use the Enterprise E already. We already talked about that. Um, they steal the cloaking device from that bird of prey and the Titan cloaks using a um, like literally Klingon, yeah. like a, like a Klingon. Uh, um, cloaking device that literally in canon is over a hundred years old, <laughs> which is great. Like and it yeah. sounds, and they use the sound effect from Star Trek, yeah. Star Trek Four. Like they use three and four. They use the Klingon sound effect, special effect. They bring back Nurse Chapel. Well, excuse me, um, uh, Marjorie Roddenberry, um, who was Nurse Chapel. She was, you know, uh, she was also a regular character. She was Deanna Troy's mother. Um, a bunch of times, and she was also the computer voice mm-hmm. for Next Generation and the original TV series. We hear her voice again when they're on the Enterprise D, and this was the genius moment of the show. Mm-hmm. They talk about that Jordy has a project, and when everything happens and they need a ship, I mean, yes, it's ridiculous, and, and it's too, but nobody cares because that's what you want. You well, want they, them well, to go and get the Enterprise D. They built D. a good reason into yes. it. They built a good reason why they, it was only that ship into it, too. Like, yes. I mean, it was realistic. Jordy was the fleet commander. He's been working on it as his own pet project, essentially, for years. Like, it seems like he's been working on it for 20 years, he said. Yes. So it's almost like he's been putting, like, more work into this and more time than, like, anything else. Yes. Like, because it was destroyed. Yes. Like, and, it was, and he was the chief engineer of that ship. Yeah, so, that was his ship. Mm-hmm. So, like, if ever anybody, like, Scotty, if he could have salvaged the Enterprise, he would rebuild it yeah, if he exactly. was the fleet guy so that he had been working on so for the people like wait a second in generations enterprise blew up they they took it perfectly they because of the prime directive they didn't want that solar system that was pre-warp so they don't know about aliens they yeah. had to get the saucer section off of viridian 3 where captain kirk dies which is why captain kirk's body is not on viridian 3 they can't leave an alien body on a planet he's in the daystrom uh you know thing where they Captain yeah. Kirk's body's there as well as Captain Picard's, as well as an attack dribble mm-hmm. and all these other goofy things that they yeah, had yeah. there. The the Genesis weapon. That was a great episode too. Yes, well they've got Captain Kirk's body. Well, because Captain Kirk died and he was Lon Viridian three. And yeah. so for whatever reason, because he was in the Nexus in generations, they probably want to see how his body was affected being in the Nexus. That's probably would be the sci fi yada yada version of plus it's a, a neat, cool Easter egg. Because you can't leave his body in Viridian three because there's a pre warp society Why don't you there. Bury him? Why don't you so bury they get the like... so the saucer section yeah, is yeah, the I only part that's really the Enterprise D. They say that the rest of the ship is from another the Syracuse. An, the Syracuse, another one of the Excelsior or not the Excelsior, whatever that 
Galaxy's class. Yeah, yeah something uh, like that. For, pilot, my nerdness that I know the names of all the classes of ships. But um, And they get on it, and they rebuilt um, the Enterprise D set. The bridge, yeah. Uh, exactly as it was. Um, a lot of nostalgia there. They make a joke about the size of it versus the size of the sets now. Um, they make joke about the carpet. Um, they really did a nice job doing all of that. Um, and then they really did a great job using the enterprise, the, you know, the, the start, the star Trek next generation theme and made it super astromatic. And that's something I'll mention right now before we get into the finale. And then the, the, the Easter eggs was that they redid the composers. They got rid of composers um, from the first two seasons, and there was nothing wrong with the music, but they got like those guys that are on YouTube and you know, like that do fan versions of themes. So they'll take video games and they'll orchestrate yeah. the stuff. And so they found these two guys that do, and they these guys knew all the music from all the Star Trek series is incorporated into this. Whether it's Deep Space Nine, whether it's Voyager, whether it's the movie Generations, whether it's the the feelings that you hear during um, Star Trek Two and Star Trek Three, they probably couldn't get the rights for that. Yeah. But they use a lot of the that like when the Enterprise is leaving space, like it reminds you of some of the other movies. Like okay, yeah. they really understood the music, which I think we talked about in on Mandalorian. Maybe the music wasn't as good as it could have been. Um, we get to the last episode, and and you know basically they're all together, and 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 it it's just it's just great. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's the, it's the, you you were sitting there watching it with me, and like they all do the things that they do for their friends, which is a yeah. theme. Is like Riker's like I'm going, I gotta go get them. You know, like if you will, if you stay. Yeah, you know, I've been seeing like I've seen some of like next gen, but uh, like yeah, like just with like seeing the characters like kind of reactions to being like re united with one another and then with like their actual like camaraderie like within like the scenes with one another you're able to very much connect quickly to them you're able to like feel the emotion between the characters and the history and like all yeah. that um and then it comes across so like even when like when they all have to go off and like do the mission like some of them have to stay on the ship some of them have to beam down to go get card son like and there's tension like he says goodbye like you might like that might be it like he might not come back like and the emotions there it hits like even to people that like haven't like been with these characters for nearly as long i think yeah. so and i don't and i think that's one because like one the, all these actors are very close and friends with one another yeah. like they're all close like literally i um, mean i th- yeah like that that's that's not to be understated like these guys have maintained their friendship mm-hmm. for like 30 years yeah, they've been going to conventions and stuff for they years. do a like, lot of conventions a lot of together, together and, 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 too, and so. like i know like i know that Le- uh lavar burton and and brent spiner are very close yeah, friends they're like, like they're yeah. very they were best friends on the show and they do a lot and, and obviously that transcends into the the quality of the show like you know, when you're going to all these events together and you see each other a lot, yeah. um, I think they just have maintained their friendships, you know, mm-hmm. which is, you know, there's a lot of times where like, you know, like there's things where like, you know, yeah. Michael a lot Dorn's, of their careers piggyback you know, yeah. off of this show, too. So sure. and I think a lot of them have appreciated that like as well. So, I mean, they so they they, you know, they go through all the save the universe stuff and it's just great. And, you know, the, the, the Borg stuff, they bring back like, you know, an actress, the, the voice actress, the, the last Borg queen. Mm-hmm. But then they have that tremendous scene where Picard finally becomes, goes off and has, I have to be a dad. Now I can't be your captain anymore. Yeah. I have to be a father. And I really thought that that worked well when he went in there to save his no, son. I agree, yeah. And then he, he literally tried to get away from the collective and then he actually puts himself purposely back into he, the collective tried, look, to save his child for years it was yes. like uh he had like adverse reactions obviously to like anything borg for obviously long time yeah um so then to obviously like willingly plug himself into the 
like the same thing that he escaped. Like, you know, with all the trauma and yeah. stuff, then, like, he's obviously, like, a sacrifice, and that's, like, the, the big step to, like, show to your son, and then obviously to, like, uh, yeah. and then obviously to reach him once we were in the system, right. so. There's some really cool yeah, stuff with when we had, because a lot of the away missions back on the original series would be Riker and Worf, so yeah. we kind of got that last away mission together with them, which was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, I, I really liked Worf's got that new weapon, I forget what they call it, and it's really, Riker goes to pick it up, and he did a great job making it feel like, why is this so heavy? Like, like I didn't know this would be so heavy. <laughs> it like, would be so heavy, yeah. which is really funny, and then it's like, you know, like, it, it, you take the phaser out of the handle, like, and he's like, solo, like, like, you had a phaser all along? Yeah. What did you have? He's like, well, weapons, swords are more fun. Like, and he's just kind of yeah. great. Like, even, even. It's like when in, Han picks up, like, the bowcaster. Like, I like, like this. Yeah. Like, I like this I like thing. this. It's so like stupid this. that Han's never fired the bowcaster in, like, 40 years. But I, Again, it's, but like, it's, it's fun, and it's but even yeah, in the know. darkest moments of Star Trek, they always kept the humor going. Because even when they realize they got to go and find Picard, you know, Worf has that great line. He's like, he had two great lines in this episode. Like, you know, the one where he talks about there's two things Klingons never admit that they know. Well, that was a great line. Mm-hmm. That's very cheerful. But yeah. also when he says, you know, for a moment, I thought we we're actually going to live. <laughs> Make it yeah. through the day. But then he says no, the like, last line. For a moment, line, I was afraid we might live. Yeah, I was he's afraid like, we might actually <laughs> survive the day. We might actually survive, <laughs> we might survive this. It's just so good because though they didn't get so wrapped up and in the drama. And that's like Riker and like yeah. Picard's. That's what Riker and his relationship were always. Where they were kind of like, not. Uh, they like each other, but they're always like a little bit at Riker each other. Riker would right? always just pull shit on Worf. Yeah. Like pranks and stuff just to mess like with him. Like a little bit, not antagonistic, but like... No, no, were... definitely antagonistic. Oh, okay. Like so totally, like, yeah, like, with a smile, uh, the, 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 like, like you know, like... annoy each other purposely. He would like, annoy yeah. Worf on purpose because yeah. he knew he could. Because he was entertaining. Because like, he was just entertaining yeah. himself. And mm-hmm. you're like, like even the one time where it's Worf's like birthday or something and he doesn't like surprise parties and Riker's throwing him a surprise party and, and he's like, I know you're doing a surprise party. Like, and it's like, why would I do that? He goes, because you would. Like, it's just... And like yeah. the fact that mm-hmm. they, they... Even in Deep Space Nine, they really continue this like Worf's weird sense of lack of sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like, there's even one time when he was in, in that show and he was with his wife, Judzi, and she's like, he goes, that was a joke. I got it. It wasn't funny, but I get it. It was a joke. Like, so they they did so well yeah. with Michael Dorn being such a good actor. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything. And he's able you know, to be, get, be the badass and be like comedic relief at the yes. same time, which is hard. I mean, so, we got Data. Always hard, Data got be. to be emotional. Troy gets to save everybody using her powers. We get to see a lot of what Dr. Crusher, which sometimes never got to do a lot everybody yeah, got their one, moment the third most time yes like, everybody got their moment like majority guys a moment when he figured out to get the cloaking device to work mm-hmm. like there was everybody got their moment which was what we wanted which maybe we didn't get in nemesis the last time we saw all these people together and i think that was kind of like this is such a better ending because obviously they saved the day and we kind of see what happens. We're going to get to the to the, to the the future stuff. But we get that great scene. We're all together in a bar. It's a year later, and they're in Guinan's bar, and then they play cards mm-hmm. one more time. And they're literally in the same positions, and, and it's such a great scene. And for, for people like me that have watched the show since 1987 or 88, whenever it came out, these are like friends that you've hung out with time and time again, re-watching episodes, re-watching movies, yeah. and, and you know this is it. This is the last time I'm going to see these tremendous characters together. We might see them individually, but we're never going to get this moment again. And and for for me, it's super 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 emotional. Um, you know, and and even though Next Generation is my, you know, I love the show. Deep Space Nine is still my favorite, but it, there's just something different about because this was 
this is where Star this was the show where Star Trek really found itself yeah. after the next you know outside of the movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, and then they then they go into what's going on next. Um, which I really like the Titan, which was Riker's ship, is rechristened the Enterprise G in honor of the in honor of the crew. Yeah. Um, there's a great scene where Captain Shaw, we see a video. Picard gets to see the name on it yes. and he gets emotional. He gets very emotional nice about it and, and the son says names mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that from earlier in the season? No, no, no. Earlier in that episode, like... Uh, when 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 Jack is talking about how he was able to get through the academy in a year, mm-hmm. he was like, "I think nepotism has something to do about." it. He's like, "No, no, no names don't mean that much." Picard says, "Names don't mean that much," mm-hmm. and then they see the ship, and Re- Jack says, "Names do mean something." Nice, like yeah. he's like, "You can be proud of what you've accomplished." Like mm-hmm. that's a great scene, yeah. and it's the Enterprise G, which ironically is the seventh letter of the alphabet. And who's the captain of the ship? Uh, seven of nine. Seven of nine, <laughs> and we saw that great. And it episode. was a great little, and you can explain yes. the the Shaw does his like scene. his. Shaw does his uh, report, evaluation. And, uh, his evaluation, and he and he. It's just great. It's such a great scene, and and they they. We talk about all the crew, and then he finally gets to seven of nine, and he's like, and he and he, uh, he starts off with like uh, boy, <sighs> but she doesn't do essentially, but she's like, but she's loyal, and she's this, and she's that, everything that all the fans already know. And he's like, and, and God damn it, blah, blah, blah. And something about her story is going to be bigger than like anyone's. He or... talks about the book. He says, you know, I'm a, you know, the book is boring. You know, she yeah. followed, I followed the book and the book is boring. The book she's going to write is going to be great. And mm-hmm. she breaks the rules and those rules were probably broken already. Yeah. So it's an acknowledgement that he's that at his, the end the, of. Some of the hard ass stuff that he was saying. He's at the end of his time. Wrong. He's at the like, end of his time. And we're assuming that whole recording got done before he says it was no, before I think, it's like, I think that was like it was before Picard got on the ship I don't know if it was on, I don't actually know I thought it yep. was because he references when because because Admiral Tuvok mm-hmm. which was a nice nod because nice yeah. he was very close with her on we only that was the only other Voyager character we saw which was good um, oh was that guy from Voyager I knew I recognized the character but I didn't know he was from yes. Voyager he was he was quite often like you know, was he like on the her, ship too? yeah, he was on the ship too. He was like, in many ways, intellectually her equal, oh, okay. and so they had a lot of similarities. Being like, being oh, so that like, was a deeper scene than I yes. imagined it being, because he, yeah. he literally knew that character yes. as well. Okay. Yes, they were, you know, like, and she literally, she he literally helped her he several tried to, she times. Tried to re- she tried to resign too. Yeah, and, and he's, he's, like, he's like denied resignation, resignation design denied captain denied captain <laughs> captain, like, and then so she's captain seven, and then we see her on. She's, she's a very good actress. Jerry she's Ryan and Jerry Ryan is a true Star Trek fan. Like Jerry mm. Ryan, no, I know that. She's actually, always yeah. been like mm. she's never. She's always gone to the conventions. She's she's even come out in costume. Yeah, like she actually it, put yeah. her costume on a couple times for conventions a few years ago. Um, you know, she's she's just tremendous. And um, and I and I think that they they're yeah, very no Warf smart. Show it seems like, but a Seven of Nine show. Nick, well, all right, I'll take it. It's like everybody yeah. wants a Warf show, but I think we're not getting it. I think Jerry Ryan's a little bit younger, so we're getting a, yeah, a Seven bit. show. We're bringing Rafi in, uh, and then we see that scene where they're on the well, new. We got four. Well, they got four. Like the four characters we were talking about. We got. Uh, yep. We got, uh, what's it called? Uh, the characters already mentioned. Captain Seven. Uh, Captain Seven. Uh, commanding her daughter. Commander's her former girlfriend. Uh, yeah, is yeah, Rafi. We don't know if that's going to continue or yeah. not, which they probably shouldn't if they're if they're, they're you know persons yeah, you know there's going to have to break that chain off. Of command. Chain of command. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chain of command screws that up. They got. It's funny because Jack like thinks Jack's kind of funny when he comes in. He's like, well, what do you want me to be? Comes. I could be weapons. I could be science. He's like, no, you're going to sit here and be my assistant because he's only an ensign, yeah, which is cool. Yeah. 
And um, I like the yada yada that because it's definitely. The but it's f- also like she's gonna put him next to him. Those it's three characters, kid and she sees potential. In if him, they're like, do and we everybody because they've been talking like they announced like three weeks ago. Like he'll end up being high up in yes, the ship. Like, we announced three weeks ago that they're doing a uh, Section Thirty One movie with what's her face who just won the Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the actress I'm on name. from Everything Everywhere Always Once? Um, she is supposed to be. Um, she's from Discovery, and they're giving her was supposed to be a show, but I think now it's becoming a movie. Uh, then there was talk that they announced that they're doing an Academy show. I think that that's a misdirect, and I think that this show Michelle Yeoh, Michelle Yeoh, I think that this show is going to be the Academy show because Jack's just out of the Academy. Rafi ran was a teacher at the academy, and all these other people are right out of the academy. So I think they're just yeah. I really hope that they're going to say this is the show we were actually talking it about. Was like just in case the casting stuff was starting to go get well, they didn't. Or anything, they don't want that. They would right. be able to say it's like academy yes. show, and it's not. Like they were the, trying to the protect secret this. enterprise show. Yeah, the secret enterprise because now we're going to get a true the next gen enterprise. Yeah, show. this is like, the next next generation, and there's enough. I always wanted. Uh, the next uh, next generation. I wanted the wolf. I wanted the wharf show, and I wanted Cisco's kid, the unborn child, not Jake, mm-hmm. the one that's that's in his wife's. You know, like that hasn't been born yet. Uh, at the end of D Space Nine, to be in the Academy. We don't. I don't think we even know which gender that child was supposed no, to be. No, I don't think they ever say ever. Say um, that, so my thing would have been, but this is almost the same thing. Um, instead of Worf, we're getting seven. We're getting. Picard's kid instead of Cisco's kid. We're getting Jordy's daughter as the helmsman, and we might even get Jordy's other daughter, who's his actual real daughter, as an engineer. For all we know, uh, and we have the ability now because timeline-wise, we're right. We can bring in any legacy characters that we want, and that's what I think the show is going to be called. I think the show, when it's announced, is going to be called Star Trek Legacy because that's a big thing within the fans. The fan base. Um, it's gonna be called Star Trek Legacy, and we will get a spattering of characters coming and going. So we'll get O'Brien, we'll get Cisco, we'll get Jane. And there's a few characters from that are like that are been in for Picard. That like obviously there's the four that we just mentioned, but there's a couple from previous seasons that maybe could get a role. Like you know, yeah. Well, there's two things that. Well, what do you think? What do you well, mean like by we, that? We were walking in the car, and we were like, we said Cisco's kid maybe could fit in here. Like if you found yep. like uh like a place for him, only yep. if you have a story for them. Yes, like it would be would be my thing. Um. But like so that kid could go. You have the Romulan um, guy from earlier seasons. The of, first Romulan in Starfleet. Yeah, who's like the first Romulan who was very close to Rafi's character. Um, and like, I could see her bringing him on so like, as, as, as kind like of her father him, figure. You know what I mean? Yes, like getting her, her him transferred mother over. Figure, yes. So like, so that would give yes. Rafi a connection. And he could Rafi be the did, and he would be yeah. the new Worf. He'd be the new badass. Yeah, exactly. He'd be the new badass on the ship. Like, because mm-hmm. you need the badass guy. And, and I think he was, and I, his personality was good too, because right. he was like pretty like humble and stuff as well, which was kind of interesting for. And he was like from secret like camp of like right. Romulans because he had the weird fight style and like swords yes. and shit so like Which ninja, is very ninja cool. stuff yeah. so and that I, was like a little bit different for Star Trek as well. Well, uh, it's no different than the kind of the stuff they came up with. I guess Worf they've seen with different other because they do stuff, a lot of so. stuff with Warp. I mean, Warp does his own choreography, like learn specific very choreography true, actually, yeah. for the Batleth fights and all that stuff. But either way, but either way, there's there is other guys like even Riker, like as a younger ish daughter that maybe eventually would like get to be in Starfleet. Yeah, so, I hope so, they like, don't do all of it. No, they shouldn't do all. But you have options. Though. Like, I don't want are, Star. War, I don't want Star Trek no, kids. I know what you mean. You know, <laughs> like Star Trek babies. But I'm saying you have a decent number of those characters that are of like the around that age like yeah. that have been introduced recently that are decently well liked and, and outside of now seven um not that much you're gonna hire more people i assume uh, cast right more people out right. of besides seven 
Tuvok and Janeway. We haven't seen anybody from Voyager. I think I think we saw like a different version of the of the the Doctor. Um, Maybe in something, but we haven't seen them on screen. We've seen them in animation and shit like that. Mm. But like, I think that you know, because of her ties to uh, Voyager, I'm sure that they'll they'll work in either the you know the the holographic Doctor or Harry Kim or somebody. I I don't think it'll be every episode. I think it'll be occasionally. And again, this is all assuming that they're doing this show. Yeah. I think that this I mean, was they a great. There's a post credit scene. Come on. They well, then they be. do. So they do two cool things. We see the ship. There's two things that indicate we, we a see show the coming. two ship. We see the ship. And they really go into that lore of what does the captain say when they go into warp? Mm-hmm. You know, Kirk's got a couple cool ones. You know, he never says, you know, you know, warp five, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, but he's got a couple cool lines where he said, like, you know, straight on, you know, second start of the right, straight on in the morning. Let's see what she's got. Um, things like that, you know, you know, those types of things where they make fun of that. Picard obviously says engage, make it so. Um you know, um, yeah. and then they even make a joke of that in the trailer with uh, for, you know, what what Spock's supposed to say. And he's like, uh, I want the ship to go now, <laughs> you know, which yeah. is funny. And they all laugh at him. We don't they were doing a great thing where seven was going to say it and it goes blank before she gets a chance to say it. And then we get to the edit scene where yeah. Jackson is is in his uh, quarters. He takes out a picture of uh, Patrick Stewart. And Gates McFadden at a uh, movie premiere. <laughs> I'm wearing tuxedos, and he's wearing a tuxedo. It's not a Star Trek picture. It's a picture that I've seen online uh, <laughs> on fan sites so of them at a, at a movie premiere. Not a, not a Star Trek picture. And uh, he's got a model of the Enterprise D. And sure enough, there he is. It's Q. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, wait a second, uh, I thought you were dead. He's like, oh, you, you, you stupid you, humans. You, you think time works You guys like think that. literally. You guys think so literally. And he's like, but you said that my dad's trial was over. He's like, yeah, but yours has just begun. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you, gonna fuck with his kid you for fuckers. For now, you, and they were like, and, and I'm not a Q fan. I thought they overdid Q. Like but, back in the day. But now but it's cool, like, though, yeah. now it's like Q. Give me, yeah, sure, why not? So if now if we don't get a series, people are going to be, they're going to freaking riot, you know. Well, so, and the ratings went up as this show went along so i think they've probably secured themselves one so and people have been asking for that enterprise like stranger worlds is kind of that yes. but it's not like the next like generation in the the timeline you know what i mean yeah. like it's not like it's not moving forward it's like it's still a little bit of a step back even if it is a enterprise yeah. show and we like stranger worlds like it's it's the best reviewed the star trek show of all time actually sure uh theoretically but um of the new stuff of, well no i mean like theoretically even like uh, more than anything on like the websites and stuff that doesn't you can't really compare it to you, stuff you, that yeah that yeah. came out when the websites didn't exist yeah yeah, as yeah. Much, you can't but, yeah you can't talk about a show that's been because the ratings are radi- like there's more ratings compared to last and yada 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 but you know of all the new shows, Strange New Worlds was, I think, the most popular until now. I think Picard eclipsed it. Really? Especially this season. Okay. Because I think the numbers for the last two episodes, now everybody's going back and rewatching this season. I mean, Strange New Worlds and, had really good numbers, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, and it, and obviously, it's they got. I think we got two more seasons of that. Um, obviously, we have the animated shows, which are popular. Not with me, but they're popular. Yeah. Um, and that was the final point that I want to make as we wrap up. We got a couple minutes. I just think that Paramount... Um, everybody said about two years ago or whatever it was when CBS Viacom remerged and CBS All Access or whatever it was called became Paramount. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, first of all, they got a lot of great properties. You know, they got, yeah. you know, you got the Jack Ryan series and you got Yellowstone and you got all these other things, but they own Star Trek. 
And they really have gone all in that Star Trek is their big, 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 big property. And since the change, you can see the improvements yeah. that they're it's doing. It's still a little niche. Like, it, Star Trek is, is interesting because it is, like, niche, like, in the kind of the overall, like, pop culture. But, like, sure. there is, like, but it's all, but the community is, like, uh, de- that is Star Trek fans is devoted. They're, it's It's not the biggest in the world but it's like there's a decent number of them that like of a lot of different ages that like exist in terms of fandoms uh, it's a lot bigger larger than people realize mm-hmm. a lot of people have got were disenfranchised over the last few years and there wasn't a lot going on for a very and long there's, time and there well. wasn't a lot going on so the fact that they're putting it back together and the, there's like when you want when i go on the twitter and all those things mm-hmm. there, there's no hate for Picard, there's a com- complaints or whatever. There's always those people. Yeah, obviously. But like they have really neutralized with the last two series, um, a lot of that like anti. Uh, new, you new you got too political, or you did too this, or mm-hmm. you know you call them shit libs or whatever. Like they didn't, just, yeah, they didn't, they they didn't, they didn't get caught up in that shit. Mm-hmm. They really, and I my argument for you is right now in terms of fandoms, I think. When fandoms can be really toxic, because we talk about this all the time. I think right now, Paramount is doing a better job with Star Trek than any of the other fandoms are doing with their crowds right now. Uh, I would say like of how like of, of like on streaming. You mean? I like, think just in general, in terms of reception to their shows, you know, people are like receiving of like the, their of, shows of, of like of the bigger like niche that not yes niche, of like the bigger properties that like are owned by Marvel, like the super Star Wars, like, things like that. Uh, I would say like yeah. I mean, what's the what's the 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 thing that's like bad that's most recent from Star Trek? DC. Oh, the last thing that's bad. Yeah. Well, not bad. everybody dislikes Discovery, but that's like but, one. But like, but but the hate for Discovery people. though is now going back to hate. earlier seasons. Yeah. It's going back to earlier seasons. Most people have liked the last two seasons of oh, Discovery. So it's just, it's just the first two people don't like. It's the first two that folks felt they were a little bit too much. They were too sensitive. Oh, okay. There's like the level of, and it wasn't Star Star Trekky enough. No, I mean they smartened up when they brought in the Captain Pike stuff, and then when they moved the ship into 800 years into the future, the show got much much better. Yeah, because you have to do its own thing. Actually, yeah, so. I, I I thought that a couple of those this that first season there dragged when they had like the weird thing where nobody had warp drive and all that stuff. Yeah, they did fix it, and but then this last season was significantly better. Um, they did a lot of stuff with like the Vulcan Romulan mergers and everything. Like I. I it's not my favorite, but I didn't hate it, and I liked it enough that I watched it. I mean, it, and I guess, but then now they went all in with what they did with, you know, yeah. uh, I Strange feel, New Worlds. I feel weird comparing, like, uh, like, Star Trek to some of the other, like, a little bit larger stuff. But, yes, in terms of, like, a property that's, like, being actually handled well, for the most part, by, like, the people putting it out, then, like, yeah, Paramount's not doing a a bad job with Star Trek at all. Like, not a comparison to, like, Marvel at the moment, who can't seem to, like... Uh, but we're having all sorts of issues. Star Wars is obviously having like a, its variety of issues that it always has. Uh, DC, God knows what the fuck is going on over there. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I think like Star Trek can be, can be considered a healthier brand at the moment, at least in terms of like where it is with like their fandom. Uh, I'm sure there's like a corner that's fucking mad about everything, but I think that's everything. But I just think that that percentage is much smaller in yeah. the Star Trek universe right now. Compared they've they've things, done yeah. a better job. And they got, they did, they found a great way with Picard and even with strange new worlds of doing, um, doing East, you know, the Easter eggs or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But at the same time, making it plot related and making it work, 
Um, so you get that nice mix of fan service, but also good story. Yeah, agree. Uh, and I think both shows um, are very Star Trekky. Um, you know, like that. Sometimes that one weird thing is what's his face. Um, what's his name from South Park? What's his uh, who South has Park. has his show? Not South Park. What's his name? What? That stupid show that I can't stand that everybody liked. That was like this. It was more Star Trek than Star Trek. <sighs> What's his name? The, the weird Star Trek. The weird or? Star Trek thing this with the fake one. Yeah, the, the fake one. Like the, the McFadden. The what's his, show? Yeah, McFadden. What's his Space name? Space Fleet or something. No, no, McFadden. What's his name? McFarland. Mc, Seth, Seth McFarland. You're talking about the fake one that yes. was like it was like a, the or the Orville or something. Yeah, the Orville. And people are like Orville. I consider there's there's stupid ass Star Trek fans that consider Orville is uh, canon. Isn't Orville a parody of Star Trek? Well, it started as a Isn't parody and they evolved it into a light version light like a light lift version of star trek it got more star trek as it went along that's weird and they've brought in a lot of like former star trek actors to be oh, on the okay. show so they do a lot of fan casting like stuff then, like, and like, it's and i i've tried to watch it and i don't dislike I it but it, I, I just don't feel like it's not a heavy lift yeah. And and all the characters are kind of basically parodies, not parodies. They're even just ripoffs of Kirk and and Spock and Worf and well, everything. Like, yeah, and and, and it's, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's like it's not it's not Star Trek. And Star Trek still is. I mean, there's some people that are just dying on that hill, but that's that small percentage that are still mad about like five years ago with Discovery. And they don't even watch the new stuff even because then, they like, I can't even out. imagine like like if you're a fucking Star Trek fan, it's like bro, it's like you're gonna be like I I can understand like being annoyed by like something like that, but also like you are a Star Trek fan, like you, you don't, I don't understand like what the like what the the main point of your like your property was like in terms of like the messaging that it was sending. I, if like, I'm that's gonna what watch, it was. like that's what Star yeah. Trek's about, kind of. Yeah. If like I, at the end of the day, no, and I agree, <laughs> and I totally agree with that, and I feel like. I don't dis. I don't hate ever on Discovery no. because of the the story. And they're supposed to. It started. I just. I hate on Discovery. That, like, I hate on Discovery. Sometimes it wasn't Star Trek enough. Like I didn't even feel like it was Star Trek. To be fair, like it would be unkeeping with Star Trek. And this is. And to be fair, and this is hard for like, especially like a modern day, like twenty right. first century corporation to do. Right. But like, it's very hard for like. Like the history of Star Trek is like, and this is for like most of its history. I would, from what I can tell, all of its history. No, from like, yeah, like literally all of it. Like, start despite like right. weird ownership and capitalist ownership, whatever. Like, they've managed to like they push social issues and like whatever the social issue is of the time. So I think like during Discovery's time, like, like it was probably a little bit more like of to the LGBT type stuff. They would they yes. decided to uh, yeah. point in. Although and I th- although been- I think that it doesn't make sense in terms of like. That within Star Trek fans' minds, like within Star Trek universe, like this has probably already been like a thing that exists. Yes. Like so, like it right. shouldn't be so like emphasized. It when, shouldn't like, have been when like realistically timeline wise, this has already been like an accepted fact yes. for like a long time. So for sure, I can see like the weirdness of it, but it's like yeah, it's it's, it's a weird spot. I I think what I, it's funny because but either way, like yeah, if you're gonna be mad because they're like doing gay representation or that sort of thing, then like you're watching Star Trek. Like I don't know why you're a fan of this franchise. Like, and then Gene like, Roddenberry would have been against this and i'm like well, okay what well, i don't even know what that means but well, like, like okay cool gene roddenberry like you realize that like, even if like gene roddenberry like was like not like for like one or two like social things that like he, it was just because like he probably wasn't far enough along like, and, and he, he still was born in like the yes like the fucking 19 like yeah eight, like the 1800s and i think gene roddenberry was a visionary on political stuff maybe yeah. not so much on social stuff as much as he could have been but he was for his time significantly far along and i think the stuff that he did with no, storytelling like these 
didn't write all yeah, those stories. Like, the guy who created everything, don't, they don't have to get the entire picture out at all right. times. Like, and I'm sure Gene Roddenberry's had some, like, I, right. just, I'm just going to assume, like, I don't know this for a fact, that he had some problematic beliefs. Uh, like, on he top definitely of, did. Like, which is funny because, like, Star Trek is, like, Because he was more, a man of his time. Like, Star and Trek his beliefs like, weren't problematic. Star Trek's, like, the original They weren't problematic thing. for the time. They're problematic now. Which I can't even imagine, like, if, if like, I do people use the word woke to describe Star Trek at any point? They do, sometimes. That, which is, that's, fu- like, you're th- those people. A very, do, very, very small percentage. Okay, well, let's not employ that. But, like, <laughs> in that's my, a little in over- Minecraft. No, but I, I, I would like- agree. There, There is a very, very small percentage that felt Star Trek was too woke. Like, and then, the let original me answer, woke you show. answer the question. Like, is it not? It's the original woke show. Yeah, like. Because it's like people not realizing like, that, that if you don't, it, it's like saying, I don't like Star Trek. A bigoted Star Trek. <laughs> I don't like Star Trek because I don't like the fact that they are expressing, you know, like yeah. minorities. I'm like, okay, remember the black and white guys? Yeah, like, and I can't you know, let yeah. this be your last blad- battlefield. I mean, remember when Kirk kissed country, a black woman? Remember yeah. when, like, there's so many moments of Star Trek were all about that that they did it in such a way yeah. to, to and and the censors and the networks didn't get it, but all the fans and everybody watching the show got what they were trying oh, yeah. to do. I mean, they, that was the point of the show. Like that—that that, that was the show was built on social social issues. Yeah, exactly. Um, and a lot of them were very specific to the time. And we've certainly talked about this. Uh, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just dumb times. as hell. Like if you're like a fucking bigot, bigot. I don't Star even Trek know. Fan. I and I and I don't like, even. I I think those people. I don't even know if they even realize like they're you're not. not really, like you're not connecting the dots here. It's like you're like you're not. Well, on those fan pages, it's hilarious. I'm a Star Trek fan, but I've never watched Voyager. I mean, that was a Star Wars too. I'm like, it's a little well, bit. Well, no, let me, let me, but there's so many but, people on the Star Trek fans sites that are like. But I've never watched Voyager, and I've never watched the original series, and I've never seen the movies. I'm like. You're not really a Star yeah. Trek fan. That's what I was like saying. Like, if and, you haven't like seen Andor, the properties, then you don't know yeah. what I'm well, talking like about. Andor, and this I'm only saying this because they have that Andor is like the best representation of like Star Wars as a whole. Right. But it like start with Andor's politics and messaging that are behind that, and like what's considered like positive messaging and like the right. positive message of like the rebellion in that movie, and like is not a, it's it's very yeah like that's like you right. can, it's hard to be like a certain level of like a certain political thinking and then like go and love star wars like if you don't understand the political thinking or agree with it that is set across in andor and there's a plenty of people like if you like for, for for the ideologies and stuff that are put across it andor there are many people like even within like our own country today that like just would watch andor and like would think of like uh, like you know what i mean because their right. own political beliefs like Okay, but yeah, I was, that's always been a thing though of people because so many like things in Hollywood. Not that Hollywood is like, like the at the forefront of like bringing equality to all. It's more that they just like put it in there for, like you know, right for viewership and stuff like that. Right. Uh, why expand to different communities and stuff yep. like that? But but either way, Hollywood is usually a, more ahead of like putting these type of things sure. that, than others. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just like. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I kind of lost my I, I, Well, I guess ultimately, like, it's, we'll wrap it up with is that um, I think the, the state of the union of the Star Trek universe is really good. Um, I'm excited. I wish we were eventually getting back to some movies. Um, I just don't see what we're getting unless they do the, the Section 31 movie. But if they do the Section 31 movie, it's going to be a, a uh, it's going to be a prime video like not prime it's going to be a paramount release. Yeah. Uh, release. It's not going to be in theaters. Um, although, I mean. I, I, I don't need the movies. Uh, I think Star Trek works better as a series anyway. Yeah. Um, 
if you really want to do something special, then take the like they did with Picard and, you know, show the last episode in, in some cinemas in 10 cities or something like that. Yep. I don't I don't need the movies. Um, eventually, it'd be nice to get back to some movies, but I'm fine right now if we just develop characters and just keep, keep the, doing good shows. I don't shows. know if they would have the it'd be worth it. I, I agree. I don't think like they I don't think they make money. I you're right because I don't think you, like the old here's the thing I think that you could would need make something money. really big I think they could make money in like in the way that like the the 2000 like the like the, that, the 2009 the movie like yeah. movies did like I think it with that aesthetic you can use trailers and stuff to make it like a bit right. more sci-fi like in a bit more spectacly that it needs to get into theater but I think in like a 2023 theater I don't know if those my like, theory those is first nine Star Trek movies yeah. you know what I mean like I don't know if that type yeah. of Star Trek movie works as much in the theater like, I just don't think days. it's gonna I just don't think it's necessary anymore because they don't need yeah. that anymore they can just release those movies on prime on, exactly. on Paramount that's what, that's and it'll be point, fine yeah. and they'll they'll get the audience that they want I also think that if they're doing there, there is still all these rumors that um, the only one that I still think is still viable is the fact that there is supposedly uh, a last, a fourth Chris Pine Star Trek, you know, cast uh, movie that's coming out. And there's a lot of rumors of what that movie is going to be and what it's going to, what the purpose of it is. Yeah. There's a lot of rumors that it's going to be a kind of fix the universe kind of thing um, and kind of get rid of the Calvin timeline. There's a lot of rumors. I don't like that concept. Um, I don't have a problem with those movies. Yeah, it's they're they're they're, they're over here. Yeah, like, they don't yeah. bother me. They're over here and just leave them. They're they're entertaining. Um, they in many ways brought a lot of interest back to the franchise. I don't know if we'd be getting the TV shows that we have now if those movies weren't relatively successful. I, I like the first two. Like I like the first. I, two. I, I actually, like the first one. I like one and three more than I, 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 I like the even second like, I don't even one. Like the first two that much. I think there's moments in the second one that are fine, but like I, the first one, I think is enjoyable enough on its own while being a little bit too like one and three. In my mind, it's kind of funny. One is good because I like I like the casting is so good. Yeah. Uh, one's fine. I like one. I think that's what I'm saying. I still like. The characters three two, a lot of people like three more than good. two because three seems more like a Star Trek episode. episode. Like yeah, two I don't I didn't need I hated I like Benedict Cumberbatch overall, but I didn't need I didn't need Doctor Strange yeah. playing Khan. But I, I just like I, I just like that. the like the characters because I think I also think Scotty is better in two though. Scotty tones himself down a little bit. Like I, uh, I think Scotty's the, better in three. No, no, he gets better each one. I'm oh, saying. I see like, what you mean. He's yeah. a very—he's not annoying in the first one, but he's a little bit too over the top. In, in the, the first movie, he's a little too much. One. That was the biggest he's criticism. Still funny, he was too funny, and that's a lot of people didn't like that. Yeah. And the little whereas I think goofy. he kind of like hits the right on the dot in like the with a peg, right? That's his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because they get, kind of gave him a cool plot in the second episode where he kind of quits. Yeah, and he goes bit, off yeah. to do stuff. And then yeah, he just, I forgot about he, that. He yeah. discovers that ridiculously sized ship that we always joke about that's like, why did they have a Star Trek ship, a Star Wars <laughs> ship in Star Trek? Like, that <laughs> ship's like too star. fucking big. It's like, why has they got a Death Star? Like, like yeah. oh, basically, that's what well, that was. When that shit crashed into San Francisco, it's like fucking just towering over the entire yeah, city. Yeah, that's just it's kind like, of stupid. So, But I mean, but they did their epic movies, and those movies are fine, and yeah. just leave them over there. You know, I, I, but they, but they're not in our universe, so that's fine. That's that's the advantages. Star Trek was smart to put those in a parallel universe, so to speak, or a you know, a, a whatever you want to call it, divergent universe or whatever, different timeline or and whatever. Told, and then they, and they, it's they fine. put Leonard Nimoy on your screen and, to tell and you Nimoy to fuck said, off and not yeah, complain. Like anything that would have happened is not canon to the Captain Kirk generation that I grew up in. So just deal with it. If you don't like it, don't come to the movies. Go watch the old shows or watch Star Trek Continues on YouTube. Which those things are fine too. Yeah. 
the fan films. I mean, the, film, yeah, I the fan shows are fine. Yeah. The fan shows, I have no problems. I've watched a couple of them, and they're fine. They're, they're poorly acted, but so was the original series. So, they're, <laughs> so Except for the, the fact that you didn't know today that Leonard Nimoy won two Emmys for playing no, Mr. Spock, that, so. which is pretty damn good. So so obviously the show recognizes what an actor Leonard Nimoy was. All right, you done? Yeah, I'm done. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Sorry for you people that had to listen to me talk about Star Trek for so long, but this is my passional thing. This is my, And I do really appreciate that Christian has... Um, it appreciated my passion has been willing to listen to these terrible conversations that he has to hear me talk about this shit way too much but it, it goes both ways right sir uh, yeah so uh, we really appreciate all this listen to my dumb ass shit, so. <laughs> I don't think it's dumb ass I, mean, um, I think it is <laughs> <laughs> but like... I appreciate it because I appreciate your passion and you and that I think that's again why we like our dynamic so much I think people seem to like our dynamic is that we kind of have a lot of respect for each other's uh, fandoms that we mm-hmm. respect and I've learned a lot from you and hopefully you know we kind of continue to do that we appreciate everyone who watches uh, and listens to our podcast as well as some of the other ones anybody interested in starting podcasts and you're still listening check us out on Emerge and Emerge on uh, on any of your social medias or just go to MorenoMedia.com reach out to us and we'll be back whenever with our next episode take care <laughs>